welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is comedian, actress, singer, and Snapchat personality, Jackie Johnson. You may have recognized uh, Jackie from various things, such as her numerous shows at UCB. Uh, she's been an inherent vice. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. You can find her flourishing on Snapchat at Jackie Michelle J. And uh, yeah, today we go on this tangential, high-energy, fast-paced romp of a conversation where we talk about so many different things. Uh, comedy, how we met at our mutual friend Molly McAleer's party. Molly has a podcast called Please Advise, and I've been on her podcast a few times. Molly's been on my podcast, and then I was lucky enough to be invited to Mall's holiday party because she goes by at Mall's, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, you're lying, uh, or, you know, lucky you, run, don't walk. You can discover all that is Molly McAleer. Point of the story is I met Jackie, Jackie Johnson, my guest today, at Molly's holiday party. Isn't this amazing? This, this community of women coming together and becoming best friends? It's incredible. I think it's fantastic. Um, Jackie's been on Molly's Please Advise podcast a ton, and today, here she is, sitting down with me, and we're talking about Diva Cups, Irritable Bowel, I don't I can't even say it, that's why I'm stuttering, Irritable, IBS, okay, we talk about IBS, Irritable Bowel Syndrome, something I would never talk about, but this is, uh, this is what happens when Jackie Johnson comes onto my show, we start talking about IBS, we talk about Diva Cups, she really tries to convince me that I should start using Diva Cups instead of you know, whatever else I use uh, when I have my period. We talk about Anthony Bourdain. And we almost have, I, I think we, we are both brought to tears in the episode when Jackie tells me about her wonderfully beautiful, healthy relationship that she has uh, with her now husband and how he proposed to her. Plus, she sings a ton, which is really exciting because last week, I believe it all began last week when I had writer, producer, actor Dino Stamatopoulos on the show. And at the end of the episode, he sang a song, a cappella. And now on this episode, Jackie sings throughout the episode. Um, and her voice is incredible. It's insane. It actually like made me never want to sing again because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Jackie is so funny, hilarious, beautiful, in a healthy, wonderful relationship. And she can sing. And, uh, and she even she, she created a theme song for the Love Alexi podcast. And I'm going to play it at the tail end of the show. Like she actually, it's, it's so awesome. I'm very excited about that. Um, you can find her on social media. As I said before, find her on Snapchat at Jackie Michelle J. You can find her on Instagram at Jackie Michelle Johnson. You can find her on Twitter at Jackie underscore Michelle. And if you live in Los Angeles or you will be in Los Angeles on January 6th, she's going to be performing at UCB Franklin. Uh, she's doing a show called Cool Shit, Weird Shit. And on February 4th, her band called Punk Rock Barbie is playing at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill in Burbank, California. So be there. You will not regret it. Um, and you guys, did everybody have a wonderful Christmas? Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, I don't know what's going on. So many people passed away. George Michael passed away. Carrie Fisher, I'm recording this on the day that, that Carrie Fisher passed away, I just found out. And, uh, oh my God, I wept today. I actually, I, I wept. And I, I love Carrie Fisher so much. I mean, she's so much more than just 
you know, Princess Leia, Leia in the Star Wars movies, but, uh, you know, she's a really talented writer. She's a great actress. You know, over the holidays, I, I, she was popping up in every single thing I, I was watching. Um, she's in Hannah and Her Sisters. She's in When Harry Met Sally. She even pops up in a, in a rogue Sex in the City episode and playing herself. And there's this show that I, I'm addicted to, and you can only find it on YouTube now. It's called Dinner for Five, and it's hosted by John Favreau, director John Favreau. He starred in and wrote Swingers, and now he's like a big time director and directed all the Iron Man movies or whatever. And uh, but he had this show in like the early aughts, I think, or like you know whatever early two thousands, called Dinner for Five, where he would interview. Uh, like a plethora of, of, you know, guests every week. And they would be just like a grab bag of like directors, writers, actors, musicians, producers, whatever. And Carrie Fisher was on two episodes and she was just, you know, she's so self-deprecating and so, so sharp and witty and funny and such a badass and honest and, and uh, just talking about all of her crazy drug shenanigans and stories, you know, when she was dating Dan Aykroyd and Dan Aykroyd was best friends with John Belushi and just like the crazy shit that they would get into and the drug haze. And she talks about being hired to doctor scripts. Like she'd be hired, um, you know, on, on movies to do punch up on, on scripts or to, or to like rework, you know, the, I think female characters. So in honor of her memory and me just celebrating the life of this really fearless, outspoken, troubled, complex, interesting, sharp, witty woman who I admire because I'm a writer and an actress and, you know, look to her for like inspiration and it's rare to find, it's just nice when you, I looked, I love, I love Joan Rivers. I love Cher. I love, there's just so many I don't know, when you find a badass woman to look up to, it's really meaningful. And when, when, you know, when one like Carrie Fisher passes away, it's, it means something, you know, I'm, so I wept today and I bought all of her books in audio form. So I bought, you know, I bought Postcards from the Edge. So, you know, an autobiographical story about her life and going to rehab and dating and being an actress and just, and, uh, and the good thing about getting her books on iTunes so you can listen when you drive, because I'm going to be driving up to Sundance and I'm going to, you know, listen to every book she wrote and a million other books. I think it's like a 13 hour drive and listen to a ton of other people's podcasts as well. But the good thing about listening to Carrie Fisher's books is that she reads all of her own books. So it's so nice. So I can hear her voice and it'll make me feel like I'm, you know, I'm close to her somehow, some way via her book. And I just think it's like a lovely way to uh to to read a book and um honor a person who passed away anyway um i also bought mushrooms speaking of drugs and being out of control i'm trying to do drugs in the most controlled way possible uh i'm such a nerd i decided um to buy mushrooms it's been really hard for me to find mushrooms. I don't ever do drugs. I don't do cocaine. I don't do any of these things. I don't smoke pot even. I try not to drink. Um, but I've been interested in doing psychedelics. So I've been talking about uh, about doing mushrooms for a while. 
So finally, I happened upon this beautiful woman I met through a friend. There's no reason to tell you any details about what she looks like or who she is or what she does, but she's a beautiful musician, gorgeous bee stung lips, ran into her through a mutual friend. The subject came to mushrooms and she said that she had uh, access to mushrooms via an alchemist shaman. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is your number? If you can get your hands on two doses of mushrooms, uh, I would love to purchase them because this shaman alchemist situation sounds beautiful and there are no accidents and I'm putting your number in my phone immediately. So I did that. I followed up. She went out of town, left the, turns out they're mushroom chocolates, left these huge mushroom chocolates at her P.O. box. I picked them up like the day after Christmas or on Christmas Eve, I think. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. I've yet to do them and I'm such a neurotic, non-chill uncool drug taker, uh, I posted on Facebook every step of the way, like my thought process. I was like, hey, you guys, it's me. It's Alexi. I'm just wondering, do you guys think it's okay if I do mushrooms alone in the privacy and the comfort of my own apartment? Because it's very cold out. Everybody says I should go out into nature, but I don't want to go out into nature. And I really actually don't want to be with anybody. Do you think I'll be okay? So Oh my God. The problem with Facebook is if you, if you decide to put yourself out on social media, you're going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to get a lot of opinions you may or may not agree with coming right back at you, which is what's happening. And all these, you know, I'm, I put it out there that I want to do them alone. And now I'm getting offers from, you know, of course, creepy dudes who want to do mushrooms with me, which, you know, I should have seen that coming. I mean, God, I'm not a bonehead. I'm a stranger to social media and all that comes with it. But, uh, you know, it's just fun sometimes to throw out these questions and things to uh, to Facebook or on Twitter just to see the wild shit people will say. And then just you have to like try not to get too angry or enraged by people's bonehead responses. Um, so that's been interesting. And uh, so I've yet to do the mushrooms, but my plan is to do them on the 29th or 30th of December. So by the time I, I – put out the next podcast, uh, the next Love Alexi podcast episode. I will have done mushrooms, I believe. So stay tuned for that update. And um, I don't know. I'm not scared. I'm excited. I might do them with a friend or I might just have a sober friend just be with me or around. But uh, we will see. I would like to read an email that someone sent into the show. Uh, it's from a listener named Emma. Emma writes, Hey, Lexi. I love your podcast. It's so honest and heartfelt. I love how you you are. Also, it's so admirable that you're taking time away from dating and drinking to really learn to love yourself and make healthy decisions. Also, you're hilarious, and I think I've slowly gotten funnier the longer I've listened to you. For a while now, I've wanted to send you this quote. I got married about seven months ago, and my husband and I did some premarital counseling beforehand, which I highly recommend. We read Tim Keller's book, The Meaning of Marriage. I found some of it really helpful. Anyway, here's a quote I wanted to share with you. Quote, to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. But to be fully known and truly loved is, well, a lot like being loved by God. It is what we need more than anything. It liberates us from pretense. It humbles us out of our self-righteousness and fortifies us for any difficulty life can throw us, end quote. And isn't that what everyone wants in their close relationships? I've realized that my most valuable relationships, including my marriage, are those where I'm fully known and fully loved, and it is reciprocated. 
It takes so much trust and love to get there, but those are the safest and most joy-filled relationships that I have. I'd love to hear your thoughts too. Merry Christmas and happy 2017, Alexi. Warmly, Emma. Emma, thank you. My goodness. Thank you for your beautiful email. And uh, okay, I have so many thoughts and feelings about this. First of all, congratulations on getting married um, and being seen and seeing and accepting your husband and whatever and vice versa. That's exciting. That's a lot. Um, Thank you for all the compliments. So here are my thoughts on this. Um, I am back to drinking and I am also dipping my toe back into dating. So you caught me at just the right moment because I'm on the precipice of doing mushrooms, as I just said. And, uh, you know, I've been drinking because it's been the holidays. So I've been having champagne and uh, a casual drink here and there, NBD. But I'm so glad you sent this to me because I get a little um, confused sometimes. And I want to, when it comes to love and what the goal is in life, and I, you know, I want to make these grandiose statements like, I know what the goal is for my life. And you know, be it, I'm, I want to get married and have a baby and be in love or fuck marriage and having a baby. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, surrender to cultural, you know, whatever, blah, blah, what they're trying to cram down my throat. You know, anyway, so I, I waver back and forth between, um, you know, being a romantic and wanting to fall in love and then just kind of, uh, closing my heart and thinking like, I'm going to protect myself and I, and you know, I, I'm just going to be alone forever. And, and I'm, I realized recently, not so long ago in the last few weeks, I was talking about this with a friend of mine and I realized I'm trying to find absolute truth and I'm trying to find absolute truth in love and people and behavior and what it all means and what the point of life is and how relationships are supposed to be and what I want and what people are capable of. And there is no absolute truth. There isn't. You know, not even in me. I I vacillate. I can change on a dime. I never know who's going to bring what out of me or what I'm going to feel one moment to the next or what I decide might be right for me. And I'm malleable. You know, it doesn't mean I'm flighty and going to leave a relationship. Whatever. I'm just saying I I search for... I try to find these absolute truths in other people and I'm like, yeah, you're going to let me down. You said this about you and that's who you are and I can't believe in anybody and this is how it is and whatever. And it's not like that. And so I've got to open the aperture up a bit and be a little bit more relaxed and just realize, and it's actually a relief to know that there are no absolute truths. Um, and you saying this quote is so lovely to be loved and, and not known is comforting, but superficial to be known and not loved is our greatest fear, but to be fully known and truly loved is being loved by God. And, and it is what we need more than anything. And you're right. That is such a beautiful thing. And, And you are reminding me about why being in love is so, such a wonderful feeling and why it's valuable and why it's meaningful. And uh, I had this moment, and it's all such perfect timing that you wrote this, but I had this moment and I, uh, I went to I went to my friend Penelope Gazin's art show. And she's I met her because Aristotle set it up. She was a guest on the show and we, and we really hit it off after she, she's an artist and I interviewed her and then we've since become really good friends. 
and I went to her art show the other day and I met her mom and her brother for the first time and we danced and we hung out with um, this other friend of ours. And then Penelope, and we had such a great time. And then Penelope and I went to the Broad Museum together and we had like a fun, like hang sesh girl date and, and laughed the whole time. We just had the best time. And I was telling this to my mom my mom was like, you know, the way you describe like how happy you are when you laugh when you're with Penelope and your friends and you're all just completely yourselves and you're just laughing and totally joyous, that's also possible in a romantic relationship, Alexi. And I was like, oh, yeah, because so often I'll date and I'll feel so uncomfortable and I'll have so many expectations and I'll feel like I'm not I can't be my complete self because I won't be accepted or. I'm dating the person for the wrong reasons or I only like them partially and I'm not really happy, but on paper they seem good or whatever. I'm just, but when I'm with certain friends and I have these moments and I, and I tap into them and I'm just like in the moment, I'm like, oh my God, I'm laughing and I'm so happy and I feel so accepted and I feel so seen and myself and I accept my friends and I love them so much. And it's just completely like this pure, wonderful, and we're just laughing. That's when I'm the happiest. And I remember I was like, oh, fuck, my mom is right because she has that with her boyfriend. And it doesn't mean her relationship with her boyfriend is perfect or that kind of relationship romantically where you're laughing and you're friends and you're joyous or whatever like I am with my friends. doesn't mean any of that is perfect. Just like I can have a weird moment with a friend, but then we can get back to like laughing and being ourselves. It just means that like, yeah, tapping into that moment and talking to my mom and reading this email from you reminds me that it's not I'm not looking for what somebody looks like I'm not looking for uh, what they do or how successful they are I'm 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 searching for a feeling and I'm not even searching for it right now I believe it'll find me when it finds me um but what I'm what I what I'm happy to find or what I'm looking for I suppose I don't want to say that not looking for but what uh what the the goal would be for you know to have a boyfriend or a romantic relationship yeah is to be seen accepted and feel like you found a home with someone like somebody else's kind of kind of your home and I don't mean in a codependent way but somebody you can be your complete self with and laugh that laughing feeling because I've been having that with my friends the last few weeks and it's the greatest feeling in the world so thank you for sending me your email because um Sometimes I try to close myself off and be like, yeah, just friends, no love. But yeah, like you can find both. And at least now I know like what the feeling I'm looking for feels like, even though I say I'm not looking for it. Anyway, also, crazy day. Uh, I ended up having lunch with a guy that I dated when I was 19 years old. And he kind of came out of the out of the woodwork and uh, we're friends on social media. And we said to have lunch today. And it was so interesting because, oh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this, but uh, we dated and we had sex when I was like 19 years old. And I remember being so self-conscious in that situation and we had such a weird night and I kind of never really, and I talked to him again, but it was just like, I just remember like being very self-conscious and having to get away from that situation. And today when we had lunch together, and I was kind of telling him my side of the story and why he never really heard from me. And, and I told him that I was just like too young, too self-conscious, trying to front so hard to be cool. And I just felt too insecure to date him. 
his side of the experience was totally different. And it was so interesting that both of our experiences were so different and we were both so young and it just made me cry. It was like so many emotions today. And I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow with a guy I have not seen for years who I also dated when I was like 18 years old who's visiting from out of town. He lives in Berlin now, but he's visiting town and he, he wants to go to Disneyland and he's taking me to Disneyland. So I have all these kind of like old friends and boyfriends from the past coming into my world and it's kind of a lovely cathartic thing. And uh, side note of a side note, I saw 20th century woman, women, sorry. I saw 20th century women yesterday and it's a new film by Mike Mills and he made a movie called Beginners a few years ago, and that was about his relationship with his father who came out later in life. Um, and this movie is about Mike Mills' uh, relationship with his mother and kind of like the women in his life who raised him and made him the man that he is, that he grew up to be. And it was such so lovely. I couldn't believe it. I, I saw it last minute yesterday at a screening at CineFamily on Fairfax, thanks to Drew Foster and, and Hadrian, uh, who owns CineFamily. I had the opportunity to see it. And it's this thoughtful, gentle, funny, deep, feminist coming of age story about this young man and his and his single mom and the kind of like communal situation that raises him. And I was so moved. I was moved to tears. I was gutterly weeping. And I'm not about to have my period. I've already, it's, it's recently done. All right. This is pure feelings. You know, I wept today when I heard the news about Carrie Fisher and I wept last night when I when I saw this moving film, and uh, I got to meet Mike Mills, and I asked him questions. It was just a really lovely evening. So this week has been very intense, and uh, you know I will let you know what happens with my mushroom experience. Um, I would love to hear you guys send in more emails. Send in emails to dearlovealexi at gmail dot com, and I'll read them on the next episode. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast. So you can hear the theme song that comedian actress Jackie Johnson wrote specifically for the Love Alexi podcast. It's such an honor. And uh, wish me luck on my hang sesh with my old boyfriend going to Disneyland tomorrow. Um, and I'll let you know how the mushroom situation situation goes. You can find me on all of social media. I think it'd be cool if we were friends because I really like to. I really like to make new friends on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook at Alexi Wasser. If you like this podcast, the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, and uh, but now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with comedian, actress, singer, and Snapchat personality, Jackie Johnson. Now entering Nerdist.com. Are we grounded in our truth? Are we feeling... Oh, I'm are, always... You, I'm a hundy, always. You are? Yeah, man. We're here with Jackie Johnson. Uh, you are a comedian, first and foremost. Yes. Right? An actress? Yes. A writer? Yes. Uh, anything else I'm excluding? I, I'm a singer. She sings? I got that deep, sexy, sultry voice. You better... Like Tracy Chapman, you better believe it. Oh, my God. Give us some... Wait, what's that song? Give us and I'll turn my back around. Oh, can I tell you just a really, can I tell you a really quick anecdote? Please, that's the whole point of this podcast. So I was, um, a few years ago, I went to the Make Bonnaroo it. Musical Festival with Hello Giggles. Okay. And I sold out Bonnaroo. That's another story. What? I basically, I performed in front of a sold out crowd at Bonnaroo, but that's, that's another story. We're going to get there. Um, as I was getting on my plane from Nashville to Los Angeles. Private? 
Uh, not this time. Okay. I was standing in like the stagnation as the like plebeians get onto the back of the plane. We're like, you know, not what's it called? Regular class, regular pe- shitty the, class, the extras. Yeah. I, call, I call them the extras, even though I'm right there with them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In first class was D'Angelo. Oh wow! You know the sexiest man that's ever lived. Yeah. And I didn't know who it was or anything. Who, and I who it was? Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. And I was singing Tracy Chapman as a bit to make everybody laugh. I was with like J.C. Coakley, the stand-up, I and Molly McAleer. I was with all oh. these like Hell Giggles, Sophia Rossi, all the Hell Giggles people. Yeah. And I was like, and I'll turn my back around. And then this guy goes, I love you. And I look over and I go, what? He goes, I love you. I, you have a beautiful essence. Oh, my God. And he was like, you have a beautiful voice. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he reached over and held my hand. <gasps> and, like, we made a moment with each other. And then I was like, I got a fast car. Like that. And he started laughing. He was like, I love you. And Wait, then is I, that a D'Angelo song? It was D'Angelo. Oh, no, so you... it's Tracy Chapman. Oh, sorry. But, like, D'Angelo is in love with me. Oh, my God. D'Angelo. What are we got to get out of here. We got to go find him. I mean. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm serious. I'm actually for having a panic attack freak out. How long ago was this? This was, God, it's, I don't want to age myself. Oh, so four, three, four years ago. That's a, talk, talking about chunks of time. Right, uh, it's not going to age you. Don't say your age. I'm not saying my age. We live in. Uh, listen, I told you time about IMDb. Listen, I told you about IMDb. Yeah, but how like they're getting rid of uh, having starting ages. January first. You can take your age off of IMDb, and I told you it's going to literally be the New Year's Eve countdown. You'll be like five, five four, three, three two. Happy and I'm already going to be clicking my birthday off of my fucking IMDb, girl. But we're only 26 anyway, so yes, it doesn't even matter. That's but true. we got to get back to D'Angelo. Though. Okay, so this yeah. is like four years ago, yeah. somewhere in time. Three and a half Three and a half is just years. Okay, were you, did you have a boyfriend at the time? Yes. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Who cares? But how did you learn that he was D'Angelo? So um, there's this amazing singer with us, Rosie Crane. She got her voice, I'm telling you. Um, it's about you. And she, her guitar player, Sam. They are both, at the time, they were at USC in the pop star program. Did you know that there's a pop star major at USC? That's all, like, that's all Aristotle ever talked about. My life has been wasted. You know what I mean? I didn't get into USC. That's another story. Anyway, those fucking assholes. I gotta write all this I down. Interviewed, I interviewed for them. I flew out. They didn't let me in their theater program. Whatever. I followed my ex-boyfriend to University of Texas anyway, so it all worked out. Oh, we got to talk about that, too. I'm, um, I'm writing all these things. Girl, I got stories. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. So, yes. So-, so, Sam was like, that's D'Angelo. And I was like, D'Angelo, like, from that sexy video. Do you remember that video, girl? We all remember that video. Wait, I am very dorky and... Uh- I don't want to say in a post-Trump America, I don't want to yes. call attention to how white I am, but I right. will, and I just did. And is that the one where he's got, like, the, yes. ch- the chiseled yes, stuff? Oh, girl. my God! Before you even said anything, I knew what you were referring to. I mean, that's all we—that's all I know about D'Angelo. Just, I'm not cool enough to know any other songs. I, Aristotle, do you have that chiseled thing where it's, like, where it's like if you take your shirt and then you're like, hey, you don't have the chiseled stuff? They're called— um, Okay, Aristotle's saying, please don't gut- look at me, don't talk to me. <laughs> They're called cum gutters. What? Oh, because they cone out your vagina? No, I don't know. That's just what I've heard them called. Cone gutters? Cum gutters. Cum gutters? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Is that... Did I make that up? Poor, Aristotle, poor what do you Aristotle. think? Cum gutters? I mean, we put a new low. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll, I would say Google it, but I don't want that shit on my phone. I don't even understand the logic in that. Well, cum okay, gutter, I'm, but why? I'm probably... I have this thing about me where I confidently say the wrong terms all the no, time. I like, just, I say the wrong titles of things confidently. But I want to know what the logic is. So a cum gutter... Did you just Google it, Aristotle? What, what uh, is it? Tell, get, 
Yes, yeah, see? Yeah, but why? What's the logic? S- do you see how I just completely second-guessed myself? I'm so fucking insecure. But no, but you're you're great in every way. Please explain to me why cum gutter. Listen, I don't know. Have Aristotle read the Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah, read he it might... on the mic, or I'll repeat you because you can never be heard on this. Are you, do you have your mic upset up there? I, yep. <gasps> oh, my God. Wait a minute. Newsflash exclusive. Aristotle, for whatever reason, and I would like to know the reason. Has... This, this is a Katie thing. Has that mic always existed? Yeah, but not right here. Oh, my God. I've never been more we, attracted to Aristotle in my we, life. Right now, we are channeling Howard, Robin, and Fred. I can't believe we've got Just a little so bit. Baba Booey. Yes, Baba Booey's in the other room. But wait, I, I, the audience, I have to explain to you what's happening right now. If you've heard this podcast before, sometimes Aristotle will chime in, and then I don't repeat what he says, and you can't hear him because there's no mic in front of his face. Right now, today, as I look over my shoulder, because Aristotle is always looming very kind of closely behind me, he has a mic set up with a a red, it's like a red soft felt mic cover. And, a spit guard. And, and Aristotle has to ever so gently lean into it. And it's all set up so he doesn't have to move. Like I usually ask him to come over to me and get on the mic. And it's just a setup. This is magical. This changes our entire podcast. I'm Aristotle. telling you, we're we're, kill- we're the trifecta. We're oh, we're Fred, God. Robin, and Howard. Merry right now. Christmas, everybody. I mean, this is my Christmas. Okay, so tell us what cum gutter means according to the Urban Dictionary. It doesn't say why, but the... The Urban Dictionary definition is on muscular slash ripped guys, the lines on both sides that lead from the hips towards the groin. The <gasps> indention is the cum gutter. Yeah. I feel like it has something to do with like maybe the girl is so turned on by them that like her 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 leakage <laughs> runs it's... down his body and like goes into the gutters or like a bowling ball in the gutter. Okay. I don't know. Listen. Listen. So, I don't know. Where how do we even get it's here? Disgusting. So your friends who didn't get into USC, who went to USC, but you didn't because you followed the boyfriend of Texas, they were like, Well, hey. they also didn't let me in. They didn't let you in, yeah. but they were on the plane with you, and they went, Yeah. That's D'Angelo? Yeah. I would have never known him from Adam. Oh but my, oh he God. looks amazing. I mean, he does. that video, I remember being a youth and being like, Oh, I see you. Like, that body was, he's an Adonis. I mean, I that video was very controversial at the time. Like, all you little babies listening, Google it right now. I think it's called How Does It Feel? D'Angelo? I mean, now that we've got I mean, Aristotle sexy, on the mic, we can know sexy anything. Sexy man. Sexy man. Um, have you ever dated a black man? No. I have. I regret that. I've only made out and had sex with rappers. What? Just kidding. Only made oh. out. Never had sex. I regret it. I, I have a missed- type. And every boyfriend I've ever had, if you turn them like to the back, they'd look exactly the same. Like I wouldn't be able to tell them the difference. Just white writers. They're all about the same height, yeah. build, color hair, clean cut, no tattoos, no piercings, short hair. I have a type, and I'm married now, so that's done. Who's you know? this guy? D'Angelo. You came back. D'Angelo? To your senses. No, who's the guy you married? I mean, he's, like I said, I just described him. No, but oh, is he a writer? Is he, is he, yeah. Uh, I mean, God, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, is he Yeah, creative? I don't know if he, he might listen. Um, get, out but, of your, get out of here, buddy. We're having a private girl chat. Yeah, private. That's what I always say to people. My Tumblr, it says, this content is aimed at my closest friends mm-hmm. and people I, I will never meet. Because I feel like that's that's what podcasts are. It's like closest friends and then people yeah. who you've never met. Yeah. But like anything in between is awkward. I did Mal's podcast the other day. Yeah. And I know you, you know. She just texted me that I'm a lesbian. Oh, are you? No, no I'm not. it didn't work out with D'Angelo. No, I'm a gold star. I'm a gold star straight person. I've made out with girls. Throughout. I have too, but for attention from guys. Yeah, I've never. Me too. Yeah. That's it a was, whole different thing. Yeah, it was never like, oh, I want to fuck this woman. It was yeah. just. 
I'm trying to make those guys think I'm hot. Yeah, that's exactly. And I, I told yeah. my mom, I went, Mommy, I think I might be a lesbian at one point. And my mom goes, it is one thing to make out with a girl at a bar to get a guy off. Right. It is quite another to eat pussy behind right. closed doors. Exactly. And I was like, Mommy, you're so right. I would never. I don't think I could. I want to learn. I would like to try one time, but I want to take a bath first. Yeah. Is that horrible? No, I, t- no I totally understand. I'd want, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I, I mean, actually, there's a guy I want to have sex with right now. But... I don't even know where I'm going with this. I think it's okay with you. But you want to eat his pussy? No. I want him. Yeah. To eat your pussy. Okay, no. No. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. Of course, (laughs) of course. I have been thinking, because I was not feeling sexual. Right. I I listened to a few of your pods. I'm up on you. Oh, you're up on me? Yeah, your year off. Oh, I took a year off. I'm back in. Uh, I'm casually dating. I've had, haven't had sex in three months, but I've made out a, a couple times. But there's this one guy. I feel like I'm getting my mojo back because sometimes yeah. I don't even want to touch my private. Sometimes I don't even want to have sex with me myself. Me too. Me too. That's shocking yeah. for me because usually I want. So I. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. What are oh, you? Yeah, that's right. Oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. We talked about this. We kind of um, we're having kind of a torrid love affair. You and I. I yeah. know it all happened so fast. It happened I, really fast. I, you know that song? Uh, met this girl on Monday. Took her for a drink on Tuesday. I love how much singing We've is happening. We been love by Wednesday. I was like, that's us. Is that D'Angelo? No, it's uh, Daniel Craig. No, that's, that's Daniel 007. Craig? No, that's 007. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. Oh, my God. We're just... Craig no, Robinson? No, it's a singer. He had another hit, too. I'm I think I made away. out with Craig Robinson one time when I was really, really drunk at a party. Is that an ex- Should I delete that? Uh, Aristotle just almost knocked over a lamp. Listen, you know. <laughs> Wait, when... did I make out with him? Hold on, let me, I gotta me know the name of that. You gotta Google like "Met This Girl on Monday" because I, I don't know the the song name and I don't know the singer, but I think we need to give him some credit. Wait, this I, is another good gem from the early two thousands. Wait, hold on. I have to, I have to tell you about my masturbation thing. Okay, ask you more questions about you, and also one I have to. I can't even remember. Did I make out with Craig Robinson or did I just dance with him at a party text one him time? And ask him. Too scary. Craig Robinson, like the actor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Girl, listen. Yeah, it's been a wild ride here in Los Angeles I mean, you, in my life. Well, you're born and raised here. I can't, because I've been here 10 years and I moved here, you know, in my early 20s, very, very early 20s. And you have stories. I was just saying the other night, oh, at the party, I was yeah. like, every girl in LA has a Zach Braff story. I don't, but every my friend does. My friend has does. a John Mayer story. Oh, I wish I did. And every person has an Andy Dick story. Oh, Every yeah. person. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was supposed to be the guest. I'm actually so glad it all happened so fast because he was going to be the guest. I'm so sad that he's fallen off the wagon and he's a bit out of control. But then I thought, who can I rebook in place of Andy Dick yeah, not being showing up? And then I thought, oh my God, this wild love affair that I'm having yeah. with Jackie. Because here's how I met Jackie, everybody. I was at Mall's holiday party. Jackie, which was popping which off BT so, Dub. Oh, so popping off. Oh, oh my God, I love her so much. Do we even so need to talk about how my cheese ball was the hit of the party? I didn't even get a taste of it because it was such a yeah, hit. Yeah, it was I mean, gone. Shit. I looked over and it was gone. You're vegan. Yeah. <gasps> so is Aristotle. Oh my God, Aristotle. You're also wearing a Blink-182 shirt, which Blink-182 is my second favorite band of all time, only to the Beatles. Oh, really? And I'm obsessed with them. Did you see them in November at the Forum? I did. Yes, I me too. Twice. Oh my God, you the... saw them both nights? Uh, one at the Forum and then one at <gasps> Intervine. 
But that oh, song shit. is Seven Days by Craig David. S- Craig David! I, I was so close! Craig David! Maybe Seven that, Days. Maybe that's who I made out with. Not Craig Robinson. Craig David. Anyway, everybody out there <laughs> listening, go go on Apple Music and put in Seven Days and listen to it because it's such a good jam. It's like a forgotten early 2000s Blink jam. Blink-182? No, it's Craig David. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, guys. I was, I was too back. I was, I was t- I'm thinking about No, it. if you want to listen to Blink-182, like, what's oh, your favorite that. album? Mine's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. How does that go? Oh, yeah. It's not my favorite, but I do want to mention the new album, which the name not I bad. forgot because I I kind of love it. Yeah. I've fallen in love with it. It's oh called God. California. California. Um, yeah, I'm in oh. a... Okay, so just because we're here, I'm in a pop punk cover band. You are? Yeah, I'm the lead singer. It's called Punk Rock Barbie. Our next show is February 4th at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill in Burbank. Oh, my God. And we sing a ton of Blink. We're actually working on Bored to Death right now. That'll be added to the set list. In February, so. Mike, well, Aristotle plays drums, but is it an all-girl <gasps> band? No, it's I'm the only girl. I'm like Courtney Love. I'm like oh I'm like God. Gwen Stefani. I'm, so I'm like you're... Shirley Manson. Gwen Stefani is aging so great, by the way. She is. She looks better than Good me, work. and we're both 23. Well, you know? she's definitely had some stuff done, but no, it looks fantastic. I don't girl, believe it. she got filler. Yes, I don't believe of it. Of course she does. I'm so naive. Of course she does. But she's got good filler. There's I, a huge difference. What's good? My mom keeps saying Juvederm. I, I yeah. Not, I, she says I shouldn't get it yet, but she goes, if I ever do, she likes Juvederm. It's such a temptation. I, I was, if you have an iPhone 7, it makes you look like a fucking monster. Like the, the selfie I, camera. I'm like, oh my God, why do my eyes look so old and sunken in in my skin? Wait, what are you talking about? You, what are you talking about? Juvederm makes you look no, bad? No, the 7 camera. The iPhone 7 camera is so strong that when I look at myself, I look like a fucking sea head. No, no, And I'm no. just like, I've never Shut hated anything up. about myself until that fucking camera. It also makes your nose look super wide. Is that and, what I have? This is a 7. Yeah. Well, then, do you hate yourself? I'm putting, I'm putting it in my purse. <laughs> No, I don't, you should not hate. I hope that's not true. By the end of this podcast, no, it's fine. You won't be hating yourself. We we talked about this at Molly's as well. I I think I'm just. I was always very comfortable with the idea of like being a pulled back lady. I'm a Southern woman, you know. There's a lot from? of plastic surgery in my family. Dallas. Oh, there's a lot of plastic surgery in your family. Yeah, a ton. Because everyone's very vain. I mean, my mom's been like plucking my eyebrows since I was seven. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we're we're a vain family. I so that. I was like, you know, if I become like a pulled back lady. That's going to be who I am. I don't have a problem with that. And pull back is when you pull your skin yeah, back you with know, plastic surgery. Yeah, but I just always assumed I would nip, tuck, inject, whatever. But it's just in this age range where we are, it's such a thing. It's like, when do you start? Because if you start too early, it could be bad. Yeah, because 25-year-olds are getting filler now and, and, and injecting their lips. 22-year-olds! And they're injecting their lips. I mean, and their nasolabials. What's that? It's the the smile lines, the marionettes, that's which what, I have. That's what I'm. I smile too much. Yeah, but that's that, what I have too. Right. Yeah. I mean, but don't look, you guys. When you look at my uh, God, now, yeah, I'm, now I'm calling attention to it. Right. I love my face. Actually, how right. dare you, world? Uh, you have people. such a good face. But you're it's looking so at, special. But you're looking at my marionette lines. Is that what you're saying? I didn't until we started talking about it. That's all Aristotle taught. He's like, listen. He doesn't no, he have would never. Him. He would never. He's such a. He's, he's young. He's such a. You're like a good guy when it comes to him. You're very. Don't you think you're so respectful of women? I don't know. Okay, he's got well, great, great eyebrows. The one time he doesn't want to get on the mic, he's like, no, I do not back that theory on me. Like, see ya. You know, he's so respectful. Yeah. I, I believe he is. I'm getting a good... What's your I'm, sign? That's why we get along. Is that true? Water signs. I do have to say Wait, one what's thing. your birthday? Oh. Why don't why? my dad's is June twenty third? So you're on the cusp of the Gemini. Oh, that's yeah. why I like him. I like very Gemini. interesting. I feel like we've only been podcasting for a year, right, Aristotle? 
It's almost been a year. Do other guests or do other hosts like put you on as their sidekick? Put you on blast? Because I think this needs to be a permanent thing. Oh, it, I think it has been, right? Leave it to that mic. Yeah. I ah! did it a while. I can't believe Lisa Loeb was sitting in this chair. Oh my God. Was she this was. the chair she was sitting in? Yes. <sighs> you listened to that episode. Yes, and I'm obsessed with her. She's one of my favorite people on the whole planet. How it come? was, I died when I saw that she was on your pod. That was a very like tame, I very respectful because I love, I love her too. Oh. And I, oh, I'm so glad you're in a band and that you sing because if you were to tell me you weren't in a band after hearing your voice, I would have been like so upset. And what a waste of I a mean, great voice. My voice is shit compared to Lisa's. I don't, I don't know. I think you guys are both great. I think you're both on the even playing field. So she decided to take music, uh, all the way and you're doing comedy and now you have your band yeah i feel like it just kind of i've always done both i did pageants as a child you did yeah i was like a southern texas beauty queen in my youth and then i got really burnt out on singing because my i had a teacher that was like crazy and i was like fuck singing and so i just stopped singing for like 10 years oh my god and then i tried it back up in high school and my voice was like gone like i i used to be so good like prodigy good like britney on star search good are you going to make an album <sighs> well it, listen i'm it's like i'm hitting late in life no i'm a late bloomer that's more in your head cuz we're talking about aging a lot today and uh, right. filler and all the stuff <laughs> and we'll get back to that but uh i'll killer no filler some 41's album is that what it's called yeah you know some 41 yeah, um, I don't really either. But now I'm upset. Now, now I'm intrigued by like when Aristotle decides to use his core energy and power to lean into his cool red microphone. I right. never noticed before. You and when also, he doesn't, you could also probably bring it a little closer, and then you wouldn't have a strain. Yeah, he's probably trying. You to drinking walk. a protein shake or? Oh, let's leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I love I love boys. <laughs> me too. Me too. Wait, I do have to say, hold on though, because I did say something that could be potentially taken uh, as a rude, rude to like my uh, my bisexual or lesbian listeners, if I even have any left after <laughs> what I'm saying. When I said if I was going to go down on a girl, uh, but I'd make her take a bath first, that's something about me lately because because uh, uh, I lost my mojo, got it back today. I was like fantasizing about this guy that I have a crush on, and within my fantasy of this with this man, not even a woman, I was going to potentially go down on in my in my mind's eye. I in my fantasy I was like I would want him to take a bath first like with me or take a shower or I'd want to give him a new bar of Dove soap and a washcloth and really tell him to wash well because I have this fear that ever like that this particular man smells is going to be gross maybe because the last sexual experience I had the guy was uh he didn't bathe to perfection or I discovered that when I was like giving him you a got a ball with. Not even that. It was like I felt like he went to the bathroom, like oh, like no. in a, in a serious oh way. No, b- like before our oh, date. Oh my god! What did so, you do? So I gave him. A, well, you know, I just uh, I am. am, am you a, hunkered am, down. No, I'm a I'm an empathetic person. It was a whole crazy night. It was three months ago. I'm an empathetic woman, but I did realize it. So I'm like giving him a blowjob, and I was thinking. Are you fucking kidding me? And you I, were catching whiffs of duty? Yes. And here's the thing. I'm a woman. I was probably bathing in milk for like 12 hours prior to the date. My vagina is in t- is like perfection. Right. Everything. You so blasted have, it clean. I blasted it. It's, everything's beautiful. Like roses. I have like wet wipes. Even if I pee, I use wet wipes. I, I don't even go to the bathroom in a gross way. Like that doesn't, that's not even something I was born with. So I would never even put him in a position like that. I don't doubt gonna... that at all. Thank you. Exactly. That's what I think. Um, but yeah, so now I'm like all nervous again about like so if i meet like an arty guy yeah i'm worried that he's gonna be gross and i just don't want to get involved humans are gross and sex really is gross i just you know what i mean i don't want i do i don't mean like the act of it i just mean like our bodies are gross 
We go to the bathroom, you know, in the same area. You guys do. You and Aristotle. I mean, not me. Yeah. My penis is I don't think right. you do either. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a whole other discussion, but I have IBS. You do? Really bad. You really? Yeah. Well. My whole life. So I. Wait, what does that mean? I clean up real. I have to like, it's a production. You're like so open. When I go to the bathroom, it's a fucking production. And your t-shirt says, your sweatshirt says banana split. And that makes yeah, you feel crazy. You're telling me about IBS and then seeing the words banana split. Yeah. <laughs> makes me feel crazy. I mean, so I clean. All I got to say is I clean up every time. Clean as a fucking whistle. Wait, what does IBS mean? It just irritable means, bowel syndrome. Yeah, it just means that like it's completely unpredictable what's going to happen. Like if I'm sitting here right now, and you know, like you kind of feel like you got to go to the bathroom. Like number two, right? I don't, but I've heard. Okay, for other people, <laughs> and mine, it's just like it could come in a blink of an eye. All of a sudden, it's very urgent or earth-shattering diarrhea with like a block of impermeable shit on top of it you know what i mean like it's just it's terrible oh my god and the reason i'm so out about it is because it's been such an important part of my life for my entire life i love this yeah so i have no fucks given yeah Yeah. and i feel like the people who are very anal retentive and like don't want to talk about bathroom stuff they just have no idea what it's like that means it's the uh, probably means they're the gnarliest like i'm probably the most disgusting monster i'm probably fulfilled with shame in denial that I could just shit all over you at any minute. <laughs> well, but I take care of I'm my just shit. Kidding. I would never do that. I take care of my shit. I know where every public restroom in LA is. The one that is there easy to park and get to quickly because it's actually very difficult to find one. They're Wait. locked or you can't find spots or you can't go unless you buy something or like whatever. I know where they all are. Well, plus you're a beautiful woman, so I feel like you could like anytime there would be a locked bathroom to the normal public, people was, are gonna let you in there. Well, I, I told that story at the party the other privilege. night about Katsuya. I was You didn't tell me. I oh yeah, I guess you weren't outside yet. Basically I had I had to go. And I was I was I'm, walking I'm, to the arc light and I walked into that Katsuya at like Sunset and Vine or whatever and I was like, excuse me, where's your restroom? And she goes, um, there for you know, customers only and I go I have to level with you. I need the bathroom. Yeah. I have IBS. And she goes, down the hall to the left. Like, didn't <gasps> even miss a beat. Because women understand. You know what I mean? That's We're like, humans. That's a human Everyone thing. Everyone understands. Yeah. And it's also a great excuse. Like, if you make a reservation somewhere and you don't show up and they call you and they're like, excuse me, this is Face House. You're supposed to be here for your facial. I have diarrhea. Got it. No problem. Oh like, they just God. dismiss it. What? Not that you should use that and exploit that excuse, well, everybody. I couldn't even do I can't even buy tampons. Girl, you got to get a diva cup anyway. No. Yes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. On Molly, on Mall's uh, Please Advise podcast, I was actually, we were talking about diva cups and how we both she don't believe in them. She it, yeah. No. She, I've wait. been trying to get her on okay. that for like five years. I am writing that down. There's so many things to revisit here. Diva Every cup, girl should have one. Masturbation bath. Check. <laughs> check. June 22nd. Gemini cusp. Aristotle. Check. Diva cup. We will revisit. Now, wait. What is... The difference between and thank you by the way for being so honest about this. Like we're talking real fast because oh, yeah. we're both com- com- oh, I'm not a comedian. I just have a podcast, but I we're both like, are. well, thank you. But we're just we're both funny girls or whatever. And I did say that out loud, and I'm I know that's probably dorky to say that and embarrassing, but I said it, and I can't go back now, and I won't edit it. But we're talking real fast. Yeah. But we're are we are we being weird? Arizona, no, no, are we no. being weird? We're not. And he we're, are we clucking like two hands on our nests no, over here? We're just excited. We're talking fast as, as you know. Uh, Two comedian girls would speak, but we're, now we're talking about some serious stuff. Yeah, like and diva I, cups. But I want to, even the IBS, I have to take a beat. I've got to take a moment. What's the difference between IBS and Crohn's? Crohn's disease. Because my friends, I, with I think Crohn's is way worse. Because they have to know where bathrooms are too. And I'm, I have a lot of friends with Crohn's. Yeah, Crohn's is like, 
you have Crohn's. I think you can like tell in your DNA. It's like IBS is just there's no way of really knowing what causes it, at least mine. Yeah. Um, but I've had it my whole life and I know why now. Why? Well, I manifested my anxiety and stress as a child through my stomach. And oh. and also I ate terrible food. Yeah. I mean, my parents were divorced. All we ate was Taco Bell and Wendy's. and I mean, literally every meal, all I ate was fast food and soda. Soda all the time. I never drank water, ever. <sighs> not, like, not, I don't recall one sip of water going in my body. I was this little scrawny, dirty, southern rodeo queen kid yeah. eating nothing but shit food. My parents were busy, and I was sad and stressed out. So I was shitting everything I ate straight out. Were they divorced? Did they get divorced or they were fighting? They got divorced, yeah, when I was seven. Yeah. But, um... And now I'm vegan, and it's much better. It's much better. I also don't drink oh, you because don't? alcohol used to just ruin my body, and I and I used to have terrible acid reflux. That all went away when I cut dairy and meat out. Oh, you're all so of it. sensitive. Yeah, that's great. I'm very delicate. Yeah, you I'm are very, very delicate because you're very tall and slender. How tall are you? Five ten. Oh wow! Because yeah, that's another thing. I was like, who is this very tall woman at Mall's party? Because I'm five eleven and uh, game recognized game. I'm serious. Yeah. It's true. I it's felt true. very. I felt very comfortable with you. I used to always Google like tall celebrities. Oh, I've did. Done you a- know Michelle Obama's five eleven? Oh no, but I hope her feet are big because I always Google celebrities' feet sizes. Oh, what size is your shoe? <laughs> eleven. You're gonna flip when I tell you what size my shoes are. What eight? That's right, yes. baby. Do you tip over all the time? All the time. I I'm bet like you a, do. I'm like a little geisha. Oh. I have to be very delicate when I walk my tiny little feet. My balance is so thrown by my little tiny geisha <gasps> feet. Do you really trip? Yes, and it's because my balance is off. I, I need bigger skis. Look how little your feet are. I mean, they're, so not, they're not little, but for my height, they're very... I mean, I mean, my roommates have always been like tiny little ladies, and uh. we've shared shoes. He's looking good, by the way. Sorry, a man just walked past the studio. I lost all sense of myself. You love boys. <laughs> I do. So, I, I mean, do, too. Were you a late bloomer? I was blooming all the time. Okay, <laughs> see, I was a late bloomer, so I feel like I'm catching up still to like being boy crazy when you were a teenager because yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I actually thought I was a lesbian. Oh, you did? Because I just had no sex hormones going through my body. Like, Oh, I was so sexual at like six years old. I was yeah. masturbating. I was at going. Six? I was like fooling around with little girls having toe foot Ooh. sex. Let's just pretend our feet are having sex or... Or little girls went down on me when I was in preschool. What? Just one. Just what? one. Jeez. I've like, talked about it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My That's scandalous. My, my Ethiopian cool. friend. <gasps> yeah. Very cool. That very, is cool. Very cool. So you have been with the black person. <laughs> I have. Well, I've made out with... I mean, I, I still can't remember if I made out with Craig Robinson. Probably not. It was probably a fantasy. Probably a fantasy. I want to go to I dance with him. I don't think he's from Ethiopia, but no. Craig Robinson. But, uh, no, know. I'm talking about your Ethiopian friend. <laughs> I met her in Los Angeles. But, uh, but still, <laughs> um, I want to go. I saw the Anthony Bourdain No Reservations on Ethiopia, and I was like, I, I got to go. I have a crush on Anthony Bourdain. Girl, he's, I, listen, I just saw him at the Emmys, and I Wait, talked to him. Emmys, let me write that down. we got to revisit We're not going to get anything. I got an interesting life, Anthony, okay? Oh, my God. Look, I'm interesting. Oh, honey. Oh, <laughs> I'm interesting. <laughs> Come at me. You remind me of Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, my God. That's such a... I love that. I can't... Because I just thought of me. That. I love her so much. And the fact that you were like, her. honey. And I was yeah, like, because I can't... great. Oh, because you were telling me... You and Maul say, honey. And yeah. I can't I can't do it because... I it, told you to throw it in. I can't do it. I think she should throw it in, right, Aristotle? I tried to. You just heard it twice. It sucked. No, but don't Come think on, about it. Come on, honey. I can't do yes! it. No, no, okay. yes! oh, oh, welcome to Love Alexia Podcast, honey. <laughs> Okay, listen, you can't make fun of it. You have to do it sincerely, okay? Commit to it. I can't do it. So I think by the end of this pod, throw it in somewhere sincerely, and let's see what happens.
I feel like it'll be me asking your thought about, excuse me, honey, can you get me another water? That's not great. But that's not fun how you, like, how you Malls, and uh, Molly McAleer and Sandra Bernhard say it. But yeah, looking at you, you're I tall. I love that. Your hair color. Yeah. Your red hair. Are you naturally blonde, though? No. Naturally dark brown. Oh, either way, you're sexy as fuck. Whatever. Whatever hair color. You got your red hair, Sandra Bernhard style. You're tall. You've got a great physique. Maybe I should eat pussy. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah, she's a lesbian. She's gay, yeah. No, you're the heterosexual oh, Sandra Bernhard. I, I'm not gay, and I'm not saying I wish I was, but I'm, maybe it would really work for me if I was. You know what I mean? You're married. Yeah, I mean, so literally, like, I've never felt the need or wanted to eat a pussy. Like, I'm, I like men, you know? I've always wanted men. I could see both of us, not us eating each other's privates or whatever, but I could see both of us in situations with other women being like, tr- like and we're trying to go down on women or whatever. And I know that I, I imagine we would both be like in those situations, being like, "Oh my god, this is crazy! We're eating right. some else." So like, <laughs> yeah, that's so disrespectful. I'd like pop up and be like, "Can you believe this is happening?" Yeah, like I can't wait to tell Aristotle. Yeah, like we're making a novelty out of like somebody's sexuality. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insulting. No. I would never do that. I mean, I'm not saying the opportunity hasn't presented itself. It I've has. Just, I mean, hasn't it to everyone? We're in L.A. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I can't I, recall been, a time when somebody came up to me and said, "Hey, eat my pussy tonight." I'm just saying, like, you know, everybody's horny. Everybody's, you know. I know we could get. The, I could be in a situation an hour, hours from yes. now. Yes, in that situation, I could have. When I was at boba time a few minutes ago, that could have gone down. Who knows? Tell me about Anthony Bourdain at the Emmys. Okay, so my best friend Catherine Burns. Who? She, Catherine Burns. She's an M. She won an Emmy this year for choreography for the show Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh yeah, and she's like um. She choreographs pretty much every show or movie that's hilarious. She's the choreographer for. And she's my best friend. And we kind of came up together at UCB here in L.A. And I got to go to the Emmys with her. And I was dying. And when we walked over to the Emmys, and I have all this on my snaps. Um, when we walked up, Anthony Bourdain was on the red carpet next to her. And I'm like, okay, um, hi, my lover. Hi, the love of my effing life, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Also, just found out he's divorced. divorced. I know, I Newly know that divorced. Too. We all know. All the women know. Well, you know, just because you, <laughs> you went by doesn't mean you can't window shop, oh everybody. God. I had to look him up. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm just in love with him. I'm in love with him, not necessarily physically. I am. I mean, he looks good, but like... His mind and his words, and like I love how I just love him. I love his show. Oh, he's so fucking hot. I, and I said this to him afterwards because he was he won his Emmy right after Catherine, so they were together in the press line. Oh they God. walked out at the same time, and I was like on fire that night. Normally, I'm like really quiet around famous people and like try to kind of take it in, but I was like zero fucks. This isn't even my night. Nobody knows who I am, and I was acting like a damn lunatic. And I walked right up to him. What'd you do? And I go, Anthony. Parts unknown is my favorite show. I go. I wish I hadn't gone to school and just watched this show because I learned more from your show than I did in my public Texas education, K through 12. And then he laughed and I said, is it true that the nastiest thing you've ever eaten is a McDonald's chicken nugget? And he said, what did he say? He goes, I certainly didn't find it enjoyable or something like that because he's eaten like, what was it? Like a fertilized shark egg. He's eaten all this nasty shit, but he says the nastiest thing he's ever eaten was a McDonald's chicken nugget. Oh my god! And I'm just like in love with him, and he like kind of smiled uh, at me and stuff. And I was like, "Call me." Um, but I was telling Catherine, I was like, "Get on that." Is she single? Yeah, and she's like, "I want her to find a man." I throw her. I like try and get her a man everywhere I go. Here's the thing about Anthony Bourdain because I've done a meditation on it. Yeah, not a real meditation, but just like thought deeply about it for like seven minutes on Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, because I follow him, his Insta snaps, yeah, Insta snap story, stories and all this stuff. And I googled him and I wanted to see what his ex wife looked like. Yeah. And she's like an MMA fighter or some <gasps> kind of thing. She's like some Shit. kind of. 
And I'm like, why did that marriage not work out? What's I feel the deal? like y'all would work. I, I think, that, okay. Do you like I, to travel? I do have a feeling about this. Here's my thought on it. Okay. Because I heard him on Mark Maron's podcast because I'm a woman and I do my research yeah. and I like follow Smart. my instinct. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to listen to his podcast to get a little closer to Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Well, he lives in New York and he's constantly traveling. But here's the thing. I think he's like 60 or something, but he's so fucking he strapping. He Oh, he's God. tall, skinny. Now, he's not for me. He's not the man I'm going to have a baby with. Right. Or I, you know, I'm not fantasizing in that uh, forum or whatever in that, that, that zone. But we could have sex. Okay, right. so we you're not a, interested We can in... have a hot night at the Chateau Marmont, which is like a fantasy right. venue I bring up on this podcast a lot. When everybody, anybody's like, what's your uh, what's your fantasy? And I'm like, I'm at the Chateau Marmont. Yeah. In the bungalow? In a bungalow. Yeah. I'm the one li- in front of, or what's his name? <laughs> OD and died. That's yeah, not funny. Yeah, we're in front of the OD bungalow. That's not funny. Um, no, it's totally funny. I mean, John it's Belushi? not funny. John Belushi? Yeah. Isn't he the one who OD'd there? Wait. Google it. Aristotle. Aristotle's got that I'm pretty mic. sure John Belushi OD'd in front of a certain numbered chateau. Bill Belushi. John Belushi, Zach Belushi. I'm pretty sure it was him. River Phoenix died in front of the whiskey, which is so fucked up. I, I feel really bad about that. I love Walking Phoenix, so I, I feel his pain. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I gotta hear that story. I, I just whispered a story about uh, okay, okay, whatever. I'm telling you, when you've lived in LA long enough, you have stories. You have stories. Oh god! What? Who? What's the name? John Belushi. John Belushi. John Belushi. Okay, OD'd wait. in front of a bungalow at the Chateau Marmont. Yes. So, okay. So, so my fantasy, my fantasy with Anthony Bourdain, because he could not work out with Anthony because, because listen, why his you, wife is always why traveling. Why are you closing it down before because it even I'm happens? Because I'm a realist. And also, this is why you're single. No, no, no. Saying. No. And this, because I'm a realist. Because, and also the goal isn't always to get married to the dude and you got to know, you know, what the deal is. He's always traveling. Right. All these girls want to fuck him and he's, he's, you can't pin him down. He's a hard guy to pin down. Somebody right. pinned him down, right. girl. Yeah, but it didn't work out. Well, we don't know why. Uh, I do know why. I listen to the Mark Maron oh, podcast. Shit. I Googled okay. him. I know what's going on. And the thing is, and it's, uh, you know, and I'm not going to go following him around on his journey. I got my own life to live. So right. a hot, sexy night and maybe some, and maybe if he had a willingness to be able to uh, text me, uh, you know, we could have an emotional, an emotional text connection. That would be cool. But I think just one night of, a, of passion and me being able to move on and not get Attached. hooked in. Yeah. You just want to take that. a test drive. You don't want to buy yeah, the Yeah. And go, okay. wow. And then when I'm on my deathbed, I'm like, oh, that wild night at the chateau right. with Anthony, you know, and, ha- and hopefully, you know. I think it could be great. We could take a bath. We yeah, we'll probably get drunk. Yeah, take a bubble bath together. Have sex. Fuck. Uh, not even sex. Yeah. Fuck numerous times, probably twenty times. Oof. Give him a heart attack. That Maybe is... he'd die with me. I could kill the guy. He could That's OD fine. in front of the chateau o- on your pussy. He could OD on sex with me. That would be a great way for him to go. I mean, the story for me to tell. Not you know, not his. Yeah, it's not good. For You've his. really thought this out. I just. I'm just. You know, I'm improving. I'm just yes anding because you're a UCB person. I'm like, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. I mean, you painted a vivid picture. But uh, okay, so you're at the uh, you're at the Emmys. Yeah. How do we salvage this? How do we? Uh... I mean, I pretty much told the story. I also yelled in Lori Grenier's face that Who's I that? love the Scrub Daddy. She's on Shark Tank. She's one of the entrepreneurs on Shark. I'm a huge Shark Tank head. Oh my god, Sharkies, Shark Nation. Who's out there? Who out there is a Shark <laughs> Shark Tank head? Come at your girl. Oh, Tweet no. me about the Scrub Daddies. Here's another handsome man is walking back again. You don't know who that guy is? He, I don't even want to say who it is. Oh, yeah. It's actually, it's the owner's <gasps> brother. Ooh. Does he own it too? It's the owner of Meltdown Comics' brother. And I have a, I have a secret crush on him. He's very handsome. Well, what if he hears this podcast? He'll never listen. He's gonna no man him. wants to hear a woman talking face to face, let alone is that two hours. Your, of is two. that guy your type? 
I don't have a type. A pulse and I like breathing. That you don't have a type. Pulse and breathing is my type. I like brains. You know, I have a type, and like I said earlier, I wish a little bit of me wishes I would have, you know, left the type a little bit, gone off path a little bit. How come? What's your type? Like I said, I know, but I mean, white. like emotionally. Oh, like just funny. Got to be, got to be the funniest person. Like that's the biggest thing. Do you date men who are shorter than you, or have you? I have, but I'm not into it. Yeah, I try to go six feet or taller. That's like my cutoff. Yeah, must be. I used to say, must be six foot three to ride this ride. <laughs> oh, I always end up dating guys who are shorter than me. Well, it's because it's hard to find them. Yeah, I would walk into a room and scan, and then only talk like scan the height, and then there'd be two guys above six feet, and I'd talk to them both. Oh my god, me! I just go where the laughs are, and I I would never realize, or the the emotional connection, or like their brain or whatever. Right. Uh, and I'd never, but I'd, I'd forget. I wouldn't realize how far down my I wouldn't realize my my neck was tilted. That my right. head was tilted down. And then now I, I realize that, but still, I never. All my girlfriends who are so short meet these really tall yeah. babes. Yeah. And I'm. Always, I used to really get mad at that. Like, don't take my kind. I'm serious. But that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like I I dated one guy who was two inches, maybe one ish shorter than me, and he had an issue with it because oh, he, he would bring it up. Yeah, and I was like, I don't really like feeling self conscious about my height. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was clearly his insecurity. He was like projecting it to me with the comments. Yeah, but I, like I said, I tend to like gravitate. I mean, my husband's six feet, yeah. and that's my minimum height usually. Yeah, but I, lo- I mean, it's great. See, I, I'm very happy. I'm very satisfied with that. I have to stop offending guys because I was at a dinner thing the other day, and I thought a guy was so cute, and I knew he was like probably five nine. He's a bit shorter than me. And I made a joke about it, and I feel like I totally alienated him. Like, yeah, I was like, I was like, how tall are you? Five two, five four, <gasps> five seven. And he's like, he's like six three, baby. And, and you, uh, you, you emasculated, emasculated him. him. But for me, it was like my own insecurity. Right. But I did have crushes. You him did at- what that guy did to me. I know. And I actually, ugh. you fucking bitch. I I'm know. Just- <laughs> no, true. you know what? I look at like certain couples, and they. They own it and they're so proud, you know. Yeah. Like um, Tom Cruise, when he was in the Cool Kidman, like he was beaming. Like, look at my gorgeous statuesque wife. What about Erica Jane, the pretty mess on uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yeah, you just said something. I have no idea what that is. You're friends with Molly McIntyre, and you don't watch the Real Housewives. I just, I've never Who watched the fuck an entire. Do you think you are? I know, I know. It's one of the only holes in like my pop culture knowledge because I know <sighs> everything about. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Um, a lot of useless, worthless shit. Well, yeah. Erica Jane goes out with, is like this tall, tall woman, wears crazy six inch heels or whatever, and it's like has an alternate personality where she like sings songs and it's like a pop star person. Ooh. And then her husband is like a thousand years older than her, short, squat, bald. And he accepts her and she yeah. just does her thing and she loves him and treats him with so much respect. And he is just enamored with her. He's a lawyer. He's like very, very successful and wealthy. And it looks like she's just like trying to rob him blind for right. his money uh, well, from the outside. But then when you go inside, it's like it works. It it's I don't know. And he's yeah, so much love shorter. Is, love is blind. Tell us about Love you. is blind. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could fall in love with anyone at any moment. I could have sex with anyone. Like we are right Like now. we are right now. Maybe we'll be each other's first pussies to eat. Um, but you're married. I know. I'm not no, interested I, he in that. Would, he probably, I mean, he might be into it. How did you meet your husband? We met at a party. Tell well, me. tell me a, everything. So he's a UCB performer as well. So we both were like seeing each other around. And I remember like being in the audience at one of his shows one time being like, oh, he's cute, you know. But I had a boyfriend. He had a girlfriend. Like we never really hit a spark. Yeah. And then one evening 
it was um, around this time of year, six years ago. Oh, wow, we six were at years. a party, and he was looking good, and we were eyeing each other. We were both single, and it just it hit. And I texted my roommate, and I was like, do you know Adam McCabe? And she was like, sort of, why? And I put, because I'm going to marry him. Are you serious? Yeah, well, I'm like, I, I like fall. I'm a Scorpio, so we are either super into something or we just don't give a shit. Yeah. There's not much gray area. I, like, get really obsessed with people and things very quickly and fa- fast. Yeah. Or, like, I'm not into them at all. But, like, I just... Because I've said that a couple of times in my life, to be honest. But Okay, like, well, there goes that extent. I was like, no way. And then she well, knew. And you're actually, like... Actually, <laughs> I, I, I only say it one at a time. But, um, I mean, yeah, I knew. The next day, we went on our first date. And I remember I was with Catherine, my best friend. And um, she came on the date with you guys? No, we were in line and he saw us. And it, it, we went to dinner after, but like he walked away. And as soon as he walked away, I go, da dum, da dum. And started ah! like doing my hands like I was holding a bouquet. And Catherine's like, she can hear you because my voice travels because it's a lot, big voice. Yeah, I love and it. And she was like, don't, he's going to hear you. And I was like, I don't care if he hears me. Ah! I love him. Ah! Oh my God. Yeah. So it worked out. So how did, but how did you, okay, so it was that inst- internal, intuitive feeling. We, I, we him? had this spark, man. We just you had did? a spark from across the room. And like I said, I would never have thought because I had dated another UCB guy and it did not go well. Okay. And then I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to be the girl that I call them chuckle fuckers. It's like the girl who just keeps dating comedians over and over again. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be a chuckle fucker. I already had one UCB long-term relationship that didn't work out. I hate going into a party and like, Ugh. oh, there's my, oh, there's my ex. Oh, there's my ex. Like, I just was like, I don't like that feeling. I don't want to be that guy. But it happened. It just hit. And, and I was like, all right, I'll date him for a little bit, you know. But it just went really well. And yeah. I was really happy. And then we just st- stayed together a really long time. I mean, I was 25 when I met Adam. So, you know, we I, I gave him half of my 20s. You gave him I, half of your 20s? I, well, we, we ended up getting married, but there was a certain point where I was like, if this doesn't work out, half of my 20s I wasted with this man. Oh, do you think, but it worked out. You know what? Is that your, te- is that your Texas upbringing, do you think? It's yeah. Like instilled in you? Yeah, yeah. Who... Did that the most? Your mom? I don't know. I mean, my parents are a mess. You know, are your do your parents get you at all? Like, what do your parents do? Like, what do your what's your mom do? What's your my dad parents do? are exact opposites in tell, every tell way. My dad is a suit, a self made man. Um, my mother is a free spirit rodeo hippie lady, and them coming together it was sort of like green acres i don't know if you ever watched green yeah. acres i mean it was literally Josh green Gabor acres just died. i know i know i used to love that show my first impression as a child was was ava gabor from green acres oh is ava not jaja i'm pretty Same sure right dip. no you're right you for sure got this goodbye city life ah! when i was little i would put on my little like nighty and i would go no yuck is where i'd rather stay that's you that's how you ended up in hollywood i was like three in tinseltown yeah, yeah. um yeah my parents are very very odd um, I, nobody really told me that. I just feel like it's instilled in you as a Southern person. Um, I completely understand why you are the way you are based on what you just, the yeah. m- m- little bit of, you told me about your parents. Yeah. Because I truly do believe, I heard somewhere that like, we are the conjoined oh, uh, yeah. essence of both of our parents. Yes, completely. And that's why it's such a weird, like, cause I feel like, oh my God, my parents are so different. My mom's like an eighties rocker weirdo. Oh my God, and my yes. dad's 30 years older than her. And just like <gasps> very like Whoa. New York Jew, like uh intense thinker. And 
So you mix that with my whimsical yeah. weird mom and then you get me. Yeah. It's like I'm like neurotic, but I'm also like a free spirit, but like overthink all the things. And it's just such a weird. So I get it. And I see how you can yeah. be the two things yeah. from your parents. But I on. just got such a, a dip. So my parents got divorced when I was seven. And so I'd start going back and forth. And, you know, my mom was like lives on a ranch with all our horses and pigs and cows. And oh, like that. my mom is literally like a former rodeo queen. Really? And like so Southern doesn't believe in not having her hair curled and <gasps> her fingers painted. You I know? love that. And my dad is just like business and like, you know, but they're both they're both Southern. Like my dad thinks he's 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 not as refined. Like my dad's can't, is Hank Hill. Like my dad's Hank Hill with money. Ugh. You know, like he loves his propane grill. He loves like drinking a Coors and sipping it by the by the lake, you know. So, so yeah, they're good people. They're good people. But I definitely got like the farm life and kind of the city life. Yeah, my dad likes cars and like I go to car shows and like whatever with him. And then I go to my mom with the rodeos and the pageants and. So they do they do they support? So when did you know you wanted to get into comedy? How old were you? And were you in I mean, Texas? I pretty much didn't have any marketable skills. But you went to college. I did, but only because they, my dad made me go. I did not want to go. I wanted to move straight to L.A. and, and join the Groundlings like Will Ferrell. That was like I my plan. I wish you had done that. I mean, but listen. you're doing fine. Listen, you know, the plan didn't really go as I wanted it. But tell me and what this happened. Is, but this is a great topic because part of what I think you and I were talking about when we met only two nights ago, Only two gosh three nights, nights ago, ago, was like, you know, aging and whatnot. I moved to L.A. at 21 with full intentions of being a, like a famous celebutant. Like I wanted to be like Haley Duff, Hillary Duff. I wanted to be like Lindsay Lohan. And, and now that I'm in my 30s and it didn't happen, there's, there is kind of a sadness, like a grieving of really? like my 20s are gone and I didn't do what I wanted to do with them. There's a part sadness, but I've been kind of combating with that as when I turned 30 it was like shit there went those 20s that I really wanted to like be young and hot and famous and like influential and they're gone it's better in your 30s I believe and there are I no mean, rules it's listen it didn't work out the way that I initially planned but I'm a late bloomer and I'm like you know what I'm a late bloomer it was I was late to bloom in every other regard in my life I'm gonna be late to bloom in my career I just don't want to wait too long because I'm thinking 40 is going to be a sweet spot for it's, me. Yeah, I bet it. Like 40 year old sassy l- attorney lady, you know, attorney? like attorney. Yeah, like I'm talking about on TV. Okay, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because I feel like my voice, like I'll age into my voice a little bit, and I'll be like sexy but a little older, like like sassy, sexy attorney lady. Well, here's what I think too. Do you believe in God? Yeah. Are you religious at all? Mm. Because I feel... I'm spiritual. You're spiritual? Because I do believe, like, things... Ha- I mean, that things happen for a reason. Now, right. I know we're being silly, but I'm actually getting a little serious where it's like... Uh, <laughs> no, because I, I've been in situations... Because I've been thinking about how it's so interesting how, like, you have this whole plan for yourself. You say to, right. it didn't happen as you planned for it. Right. But it's so funny. And then you have to grapple and combat, like, right. the being bummed out that it didn't happen the way you... you decided it should happen right and i think it's so funny because i've done that in my own life too where i'm like i wanted this and this and i need to be like this oh my god it didn't happen fuck i'm a failure but then i realize nobody else gives a shit i'm making myself suffer because i created this weird box to live in that matters to no one else that nobody else is really aware of but they are because you and i both talk about what we want we put that out into the world and have probably said it to our friends as we've so then we're like oh my god everybody knew what this dream i set up for myself would be or they have a sense that I'm not fulfilling what I said I wanted. So now I'm a failure. Blah, blah, blah. None of that matters. Right. 
Because and then probably I, I, I think that we'll probably look back in our lives and go, oh, it needed to happen that way. If you're, if you're like, I mean, you know, I also 80, was I just sucked. You like, just, yeah, you need I to feel look. like if they were like, OK, you're 21, you're going to go in front of the biggest casting director in town. Here's the script. I would have fucking ate shit because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I had to offer. And now I know what I have to offer. And I feel like my comedy and my kind of um, essence and what I have to offer is very strong and like specific. So now I could go in there and I wouldn't piss myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I didn't really try. Yeah. I didn't knock on my parents' door like Emma Stone and go, I want to move to Hollywood. Yeah. I want to be on all that. Take me to that casting call. I didn't do that. Yeah. So I'm like, how hard did I really want it if I didn't even really try? You well, know plus, what I mean? And then there are all these other lessons to learn along the way. And yes. you, you, you stumble you have into to, other situations yes. and you're like, oh, and then you look back and then you go, oh, that's, I don't want that. And that happened to me. And right. that teaches me that like, and you know, my God. And then you, you fell in love and then you have like your kind of life set up and it's cozy when the love aspect right. of it. And you have to count That's your blessings. It. You have to count your blessings because I have the best dog in the world. You do. And my, you know, I got a great man. And like every day I look over at him while we're laughing or doing whatever and having fun together. And I was like, you know what? I might not have a pilot. Oh, but God. I got a man and I got a dog. So like life ain't bad. Well, but it's all still happening. You're all you're also the youngest you're right. ever going to be, and you look so young, and you are a baby. And it's funny. I was talking to some eighty year old woman the other day. I ended up in this weird situation, like this weird <laughs> LA situation, where was like, and uh, she was like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "I don't want to talk about it. I feel so old." And she goes, "You're such Fuck a you. baby." <laughs> yeah. And it's true, and we are. So it's like, good. I know. And that's another. And it's thing. all social media. But also, I never thought I was old. I'm telling you, the fucking iPhone is ruining my life. But it's not even social media because it's probably like because your mom probably felt the same way if she's like a debutante kind of not debutante but yeah. kind of like into all that stuff. It, it's a way that women think. Yes. And that's another trap where it's like me saying that like oh if you have a way in which you expect your life to be in your 20s and you set it up and then it, it doesn't turn into that you feel like a failure. And that's not true. That's just in right, our heads. Right. It's the same as what we do with aging and all the pressure we put on ourselves. The same that we do with getting married or having kids. Like, oh, um, oh no, now that I, I'm this age, I have to feel bad about myself because that's what I'm supposed. I'm supposed to feel this right. way, and I'm conditioned to feel this way. And I'm supposed to be married by this time. I'm supposed to have a kid by this time. And if I don't get married, if I don't have a kid ever in my life, I'm a failure. And all that goes back to like just the way in which you frame the world and if you just shatter that because i've been coming to terms with that because right. i'm 35 years old i'm not in love with anybody i don't know if i'll ever get married i don't know if i could age out of having a kid and if i do uh it could all it's all okay it's right. all okay i'm happy i'm living my life and so you just have to not like put all this shit upon you and then if you don't reach that then like you're unworthy of being right. happy or being right. you it's know it's very stupid it's very very it's stupid it's just you got to open the aperture and be like you know what's right. what is good yeah you have your dog you have your husband you're still working you you perform all the time what's so crazy also is just any second now the phone could ring and, and I've, that's, got, I've got aristotle yeah i mean that's why everyone in this town are dreamers because oh anything could happen at any moment anything that could is, happen yeah. and that's what's so like we're all kind of living our lives in that regard especially like I was talking to somebody oh my fr I have a friend who's on a show and she's doing really well and she just met a man and they're in love and she's do I know her don't say her name I don't want to say, don't her, say name. her name you probably do know okay. her yeah and, I would never say her name. and um she was you. like we were talking about something and she was like I realized that I'm I'm starting to be afraid that this is all going to go away. Oh, you can't. She think was, like that. and and I was like, "Girl, we've set ourselves up for this life. Any job we book could be our last job. Mm -hmm. It's fucked, and we've all we everyone in LA is living with this. We're living with that cloud over our heads of like, 
you know, uncertainty. Or you could get a job. There's a job right around the corner. Right. That's, exactly. That's more exciting. Exactly. In the same regard. Exactly. And that's why, like, we're all living in this kind of panic all the time, like not knowing what's going to happen. I don't feel panic, though. Right. I don't either. I don't either. I do okay. sometimes. I do like PMS time. I do. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. Have, those are the moments I don't put on social media because everybody's like, uh, hey, Lexi, look at you. you. You work so hard. You're so busy. You're having a great life. Like, And then I'm like, yeah, of course, that's how I curate my social media. You don't right. see the moments when I'm like, oh, my God, will I be able to pay all my bills right, right. this month? Oh, God, is everything going to be yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, In the fetal position. <laughs> that's why I love Snapchat. <laughs> it's just like it goes away, you know, after 24 hours and you can really like get real and then it's gone and it's a beautiful moment for the people who saw it. That's a metaphor for life because we're yeah. all just going to die. Yeah. And and I also have said on my on my snaps, like, Instagram is for exactly what we said, projecting your life, Curating but Snapchat it, yeah. is for like keeping it real. And that's why I want to keep snaps separate from Instagram. I feel like they're separate things. They don't belong together. And that's why I'm sticking with fucking Snapchat. Why not Fuck Instagram stories? Why not Instagram? Because like I just said, Instagram is for projecting your life. Yeah. Snapchat is for what's really fucking going on. But you can merge the two. No, listen, listen, keep them separate. You and I talked about this. Keep them separate. I was loving Snapchat. I was loving Snapchat. No, Snapchat is like the reason I get up. I know. Listen, well, I, I, I want you to have that, and I'm going to give that to you. Okay, Thank you. You can keep it. I I'm, love my snaps. Like, when I, I didn't snap for a couple days, and people were like, where are you? What's going on with you? Like, my snap audience is, like, my favorite people to interact with at this point. Like, I deleted Snapchat, and then I re-downloaded it just so I could follow. I'm, I'm starting follow you right you and i follow each other i don't know if you follow me i don't know i, I did I, you follow me i don't know I, well, I only just re-downloaded it after meeting you at mall's party well and, i gotta and, follow you and the it's so unuser friendly no, but i'm not but i'm not using it but I, I actually just got back on so i could follow mall's life yeah because she's so intense yeah. on snapchat and then you and i had this conversation at the party when we were falling in love and you showed me yeah. your, your clip-on ring light for yeah. your phone I think which i brought it i gotta buy that yeah that's incredible yeah oh my god jackie has aristotle the most... nodded he he's a millennial he understands when I went to go see Kanye West before he went on, you could just see you can see all the ring all lights over the stadium. Ring you, lights? You went when he was here at the forum. Two nights. He went twice. Yeah, of course he did. You uh, gotta. He's got a girlfriend for seven years. He's only tw- he's only nineteen. He's got a girlfriend for seven years. <laughs> okay. They met in the womb. <laughs> That's really great. Um, but uh, oh yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, so you were saying how you refuse to go to Insta stories. Yeah, I just it's called. I'll get on it a little. Like I'll I'll do a boomerang of like my dog licking herself or something. I don't but... like boomerangs. I think they're too wiggly oh, I and think they they're make fun. They're so wiggly and they, they stress me out because it's like what where was this gonna go? And it goes well, nowhere. Just wiggle wiggle. There there's some that are done well and there's some that are not. Oh, when yeah. I was in the the Netherlands for my honeymoon recently, we were boomeranging all over the place. Like there was this crazy roller coaster that like shoots underground and yeah. my husband stood in front of it and like threw his rock hands up and stuck his tongue out and as he was doing that the roller coaster shot by, like shot behind him and the boomerang is so cool because it goes in and out of the frame that's a good boomerang that's, yeah well we don't fuck around we're that's artists. a smart one yeah we're artists, You're, you know? that's an artistic yeah yeah boomerang yeah um, and my dog licking her crotch like that's great you could watch that all day it just you know keeps happening I mean? it's just like it just it's feeds, feeds into itself yeah, yeah. Loop. some people just do the boring just like a slight, like them, a slight like, wiggle yeah, a slight yeah wiggle. No, no 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 keep the wiggles to your damn self but the, we don't have time but when you and i were talking about how okay how much you love uh snapchat i was like and I loved Snapchat. I it was I yeah. loved it too. Girl, get back on that shit. But listen, I actually have a point. So you, the point that you and I made, which I thought was a really smart, intricate pop culture, futuristic, uh, modern conversation to be having at a party with another person regarding social media. You love Snapchat, and I said, yeah. What I miss about Snapchat that uh, is. I felt so comfortable to be wild and really myself, yes. and really honestly myself, and yes. really you know daring and brave. Whereas on Insta Stories, which I have 
switched over to, but I still feel self-conscious and yeah. I feel like I can't be my complete self yeah. as open as I was on Snapchat. Yeah. And I don't quite know why, but I feel more exposed. And Because, I, like I said, that's what Instagram is. Instagram is, look at this moment in my life. But look yeah, at how fucking great I am and happy and skinny and my beautiful skin. But that's, but that's the profile. But this Instasaps, you could have, you could meld the Snapchat that's what they're trying to do, obviously, the Snapchat experience within the stories. Right. And then you can have your beautiful, curated, perfect bullshit life or whatever uh, um, on this, the profile of Instagram. But I – listen, my point is you love Snapchat. I love and, Snapchat. And I've decided to make the leap to do Insta stories. Aristotle, he'll, oh, he's all over that shit. He's all about Insta stories. You don't he do never, Snap? He never got into Snap, but that's neither here nor there. But – so, well, then I, you're never going to hear my opinions on the singer Pink. You are never going to know what's what, Aristotle. I did a whole snap last night about how I realized that Pink is a pop icon. I like her. She's very likable. And if you listen to her songs in the right moment, you'll weep. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like my entire her. life, I've like kind of disregarded her and not considered her like up there with Britney and Christina. But she really is just as, if not more talented than they are wait wait you would love her song just like a pill yeah it's a good one what's that song how's it go just Sing like a it. pill how's it go and i can run just as fast as i can to the middle of nowhere don't stop <laughs> don't you if you know the words i'm sorry go action i sing pink in my band please sing the song we do some pink songs sing in my band sing no, a little this, more of the song listen this is not i'm not podcasting this is <laughs> more sing, just, sing, just sing a chunk of that um Oh, I don't know. That's why I stopped. Just start where you go. Just like a, I thought just I, like a pill. Instead of making me better, you keep making me ill. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, honey. That, that was amazing. Putting that reverb. Putting on that reverb for me. Hey, I, I, got, I need more snare in my headphones. I need more snare. I need more snacks. I am so lucky. I, this is gonna, this will be coming out right around the holidays. I can't fucking believe Lisa Loeb was on here and didn't fucking sing. Oh, because I was too terrified to ask her because I'm like I was like oh my god she's like a she's an adult and I felt like a dumb I can't child. Even tell you, though, I was like, too shy. You know, listen. Obviously, stay resonate deeply with everyone. Just like you, it's one of my go to karaoke. Sing songs. Sing that song now. But she's got so many fucking better songs. Like sing that song. Stay. Yeah. Girl, you can't pin me out. People don't want to hear that. Yes, they, they want to hear us talk. Can I, can I just, I would like to make a holiday shout out to everybody who's listening. Uh, I'm so thankful this year in 2016, not only f- for the opportunity to have this Nerdist podcast, to have met Aristotle and fallen in love with him. I have so much deep love for him. But also, I am so lucky. Yeah. Jackie Johnson, I've met you. I know. And, and I feel so, our connection. And I am so, I'm holding her hand. Yes. You guys can't see this. I would have snapped it, but I don't have it. And I'm on Insta stories anyway, so you find her on Fuck Snapchat. It, I'll snap it. But here's the thing. I'm so lucky that I get to sit in this room on a weekly basis and have an interaction like this yeah. where I can talk to you, a new, like an interesting person, and then you get to sing songs into my headphones, into yeah. my ear holes. And I'm not even that good. Yeah, you you're blew so good. it. No, you I'm blew so... it not having Loeb sing, no, man. No, I you am blew so, it. No, I'm so lucky to all the people I get to. I'm, do you understand? Like, how lucky? We're laughing. It's 1.08 p.m. Yeah. on a Thursday. We don't have a fucking job. We're not sitting 9 to 5 like our parents, <sighs> working our fingers with a bone to provide for our fucking kids. But I mean... Everybody listening is so lucky. We're all in this moment together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So sing the stay count song. Our bless- count your blessings. Because sometimes it can be really easy to think, why me? Why me? Like, there's a house being built from the ground up next door. And every morning at 7 a.m., they wake me up with their fire construction. Oh, you told me about and that. And it's, like, really affecting my sleep. And, the, like, yeah. I'm getting depressed. I've been doing acupuncture because I'm like, I need to fucking center my body because I'm fucked up from the sleep. But then I'm like, you know what? Aleppo. 
I'm doing pretty damn good. Oh, God. Count your blessings, everybody. Can we not talk about Aleppo? I'm not. I, I, I went right past it. I, I went to... right past it, okay? I'm just giving you some fucking perspective. You We're doing say, okay. You say. You, you don't want me to sing Yes, that. sing it. Ready? Hit it. You going to give me some reverb? Okay. No, you don't even need it, actually. I'll hit the reverb if I want. I'll, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. So. You say I only hear what I want to. You say I talk so all the time. So. And I thought what I felt was simple. And I thought that I don't belong. Now that I am leaving, now I know that I did something wrong because I missed you. Yeah, yeah, I missed you. All right, that's it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up. I got, I'm not fucking around here. I'm so <laughs> earnest. You're going to think I'm being sarcastic. I got chills. I was oh smiling so big. I am so <laughs> fucking lucky you have such a beautiful voice i can't believe Girl, this thanks. i believe it i just heard it we all Girl. know now everybody listening listen lisa's a big inspiration i forget her we're talking about you <laughs> i love her too i love her too but this is your day i mean she used to do periscopes she might still but i de- deleted periscope because it started creeping me out she would randomly get on and go does anyone have requests oh. and i would always type in how and she would never play it you should sing that too. We'll get. No. I'm gonna. Okay, but let me. I'm everybody, gonna, everybody, download Best of Lisa Loeb on, on Apple Music and listen to How. What's the name of your band? Punk Rock Barbie. Punk Rock Barbie. And where can we? Do you have recordings available? That people can no, listen no, no. to? No, no, no. We're, I want a solo album. Do you write music? Do you write your own songs? Well, I've written songs, but they've all been for UCB musicals, so they're like funny. I, I haven't written a sincere song ever. Do you want to write sincere I mean, songs? Have I? Have I written them? Yes. Have I ever sang them? No. Can I tell you one thing? They're secret. They're personal. It's like spreading your vagina open with a no. mirror and showing yeah. everybody. You know I what I mean? It's like Snapchatting your vagina with no probably, filter on it. We've probably done that. Yeah. We're on the precipice of doing that. Here's what I think. Here's the whole me talking, asking about God, talking about dreams not coming true and not knowing what your path is. And I Diva think, Cups! And Oh, we got, we'll revisit Diva Cups. We will revisit Diva Cups. But I think the entire point of your life's journey has led you here to the Love Alexi yes. podcast. Someone listening is going to give me a recording contract. And it's, well, it's for me to play the part. <laughs> Part of your spirit guide yeah. and say uh, in this merry merry Christmas happy Hanukkah happy holiday moment where joyous Kwanzaa the, in, of, of 2016 in December now uh, as your spirit guide angel I am here to tell you that and I know unsolicited advice nobody likes it but just bear with me because yeah. it's all coming from a loving place and you can just tell me to fuck off I want a sincere album of original songs that you make a whole and album? sing. Yeah, 8 to 12 songs. Shit, you can do 8 songs. Can whatever. I do an EP? No, or stop, an LP? stop, stop. Your voice is a treasure. I had no fucking idea what I was what I was uh, walking into. Hidden talents. I'm not and they shouldn't be hidden anymore. We're done. We're done hiding those talents, okay? I don't hide them. I'm in a damn band. I know, but I want a I'm solo in a damn album. Band. I want to see Jackie Johnson, the new Florence and the Machine or whoever she Ooh. thinks she is. I want Jackie Johnson, a beautiful soft ethereal I'm going to style you. Yes, I'm I would love style that. You. I'm going to find a, a photographer for you who will, it's like, where the comedy will live on its one aspect. The solo Jackie Johnson, beautiful, ethereal, dreamy, new Florence in the machine. Wait, but hold on. I've, I've just been thinking about this recently. Do I want to be a rock star or a pop star? Don't even worry about it. You don't know write labels. The, write the songs you want to write. No don't, labels. Don't put yourself in that box that we keep talking. We kept talking about these boxes. You're right. Damn the it. What's, why do I do that? Yeah, Is it my southern upbringing? Because we're, maybe so. And it's, we're conditioned. It's society. We're it's conditioned as women. So, so, so this is bullshit. Yeah, I'm serious. I don't belong in a fucking box. I'm serious. Open up the box. I'm actually Push so out serious. your arm.
arms and legs. She's, Free yourself from this prison. She's making jokes. I'm being so serious. <laughs> I'm serious too, man. Honey. Honey. Let yourself free, honey. Oh Spread your pussy. Put in that diva cup. Spread your pussy. The way you're acting right now makes me, that's how I feel like men think of me is that I'm like this loud woman all the time. And if I don't you give a fuck. and somebody loves you, I have like I'm I hope to be loved. This is like I well, always feel like I'm too loud and I'm well, like, hey, it, there that it, there is some truth to like the whole masculine energy thing. Like Oh, you have masculine energy? Is that what that I, is? Of course I do. I don't know. I don't label myself constantly. Okay, I don't know. Here I go again! <laughs> what the fuck? Here I go again with the boxes! Oh, oh speaking of here we go again, what's about the Dolly Parton song that goes, here you come again? Oh, I don't here I know that song, up. but that's all I know of it. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what's a fun song we can harm we can sing together? Wait. As long as we got each other. Oh, my voice is shit compared no, to your, that was your breathing. Pretty. Oh, forget that was it. I just want to die. No! I was so thankful for a moment. And, and, no! I was really, and now I'm really excited about your career. No! But what, what is that, where does that leave my singing career? Nowhere. Listen, Why are we pitting each other against each other? You're a model. Oh. Oh my god! Girl, did you know when you're you, putting me in a box now? Did you now? know when you drive to LAX, you're mm-hmm. on a billboard? I'm funny too, and I have a brain. But listen, you're blessed. I'm not just a weird you're face. You're physically blessed. You're physically <laughs> so blessed. So are you with those tiny- I didn't say I wasn't. I'm just throwing you a damn compliment, a sincere one, okay? Let's talk about your Diva Cup. Okay. Is, is there one in there right now? No. And why are you into Diva Cups? Because Molly and I are not. Okay, listen to me. Not so, to get her involved to gang up against you, as I told, in theory. As I told Aristotle when he Whoops. got this water and put it in front of me, I don't like using single-use plastic because I'm woke as fuck about I would the never environment. Be, yeah, I didn't want this. I was like, and Aristotle, I, try, I don't want it. <laughs> I try really hard to like limit my waste that I'm putting into the world, especially like frivolous waste such as single-use plastic. Once you've learned about it, Shit. you can't unsee it. And let's oh, not even no. talk about the cancer. Like, I'm looking at your Starbucks right here. Oh, It's God. a number. What is that number? Oh, Five, God. six on top. Actually, six is BPA-free technically. But anyway. Uh-oh. Most of the lids in L.A. are not. They have fucking cancer in them. They do. And you sit there and drink out of them, and nobody gives a shit. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's just little things like that. So once I kind of realized how wasteful tampons were, you find out the ocean is full of plastic. It's a fucking epidemic. We need our ocean. The coral reefs are dying. It's terrible. Like, really, we really need to consider. The planet is being destroyed. So, do we want kids someday? Do we want our kids' kids to have a beautiful ocean and have oxygen to breathe and not have trash coming out of everything? Yes. So, what can we do as a society? Cut our waste down. Yeah. Um, Diva cups are waste. They're they're waste free. I mean, you buy. Of course, those little plastic applicators. Every time you use one, that shit is in existence. Plastic never leaves the planet. It doesn't break down for ten thousand years. What about cardboard? If I use the cardboard applicator, that's still trees. Ninety percent of our forests are gone. Don't make me scared to ask. Deforestation. Okay, it's real. We're fucking running out of resources, and we're shoving them all up our pussies. Oh my god, we don't need to be. Oh man, listen. This is when the angry vegan comes out. When you get started. Anyway, all I'm saying is, first of all, all the reasons to not use a diva cup are the reasons women, like, diva cups are gross. You're telling me tampons aren't gross? Tampons are fucking oh, disgusting. No, but the leak, it's a spillover. All my girlfriends no, always bleed everywhere. tampons leak. My tampons God. are fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Okay, so t- give... Plus, sell- plus, whole other thing. Oh the most 
polluted crop in the world is cotton. So you're putting Monsanto chemicals up your pussy every time you use a tampon, unless it's a 100% organic cotton tampon, which I guarantee you, you're not using. No, I'm using uh, tampons and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no offense. Super- hire, hire me for your commercials. I love ah! you. But <laughs> guess what? You're putting fucking Monsanto autism chemicals up your pussy. The gestures alone, you guys can't see the gestures. The amazing. She's like pulling fragments I, from got, God. Pulling- I've got long, crazy arms of She's, a long, slender woman. You are pulling and they're like, flailing around. Oh my God. Pulling quotes from God yes. just out of the sky. I'm Honey. telling you, just try one. I get it. They're like $40. But they here's are? the thing. But here's the thing. Okay. How much are tampons? Like $10 a box? And how often do you use a box? Every three or four months? The Diva Cup pays for itself. I've been using the same one for six years. I would be, I just can't use a Diva Cup. I don't girl, think I can. Girl, just try it. I have so many friends that said, I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Walk me through it. Now. Walk me through, let's say day one. Okay. Like, where do I buy one? I think you can actually get them at CVS and stuff now. Really? I feel like I've seen them. If okay. not Amazon, online, Whole Foods. So I buy the div- Are they different sizes? There's for a two sizes. There's I would a- need extra large. No, you don't. I'm you a-, a tall girl. Me too. Oh, I do have a tight vagina. I do. But How do you I know? bleed a lot because men have said that. But I know they probably said mm-hmm. to everybody, but I do. I'm doing my kegels right now. See, I had this I, whole discussion on my Snapchat the other day. Okay. I took a poll about women and do people do these kegels and do they not? And, and I do. Uh, it was about split in half, actually. It's, we're a country divided just as we are in politics. Oh, my uh, God. Politics. Politically, yeah. Yeah. Pussies, politics, they're all the same, all right? All one thing. Anyway. You get a Diva Cup. There's two sizes. And they're like pre-childbirth. <laughs> not. Oh, wow. It's like. If you're in your 30s, get the bigger one. But I'm still using my 20s one because you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got so But real. anyway, there's two sizes. And it can be, it looks a little big like at first. You're like, oh shit, how's this going to go in there? I'm single, so I could be excited about this. I'm like, you know, anybody's welcome now. <laughs> Just <laughs> walk in and out. to fill in there. Yeah. We're always putting things in and out of there, you know, all, all the time. You get the cup and you fold it kind of like a little lotus. You fold it up. Okay. And then you just shove it in there. Twist a little bit, okay. and it goes, and it, and it creates an open. It opens, oh, and then it creates a perfect seal. Okay, so it doesn't leak unless it's put in incorrectly. I'm which, not made out with seal, though. I did say I made out with a lot of. He's not a rapper, though. No. Okay, go on. Sorry, he has lupus, this, right? He has that's lupus. Face. Well, that's what causes. Keep going face. about the diva cup. Let's okay. not let's not get you know um, crazy here. A kiss from a rose is one of my go-to. Oh, well, I'm gonna make you sing that. Now. Sing a little bit of that. I right would now. love to sing, sing a little that. bit of that. Right. Okay, hold on. Should I do the chorus or like the beginning part? Whatever feels right. Okay, ready? <clears throat> you gonna put that reverb on? Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there used to be a graying tower alone on the sea. You became a light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drug that's the high, not the pill. Did you know? That when it snows, my eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen. Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Oh, the more I get it, you the stranger it feels. Okay, I can't. Oh my (laughs) God! This is the first! That's not even. I swear that's like I'm not, oh. that's not even that good. I'm not oh even god. warmed up. Oh I didn't god. even warm up before this. I don't even know what to do with you. Oh my god, this me is, neither. I'm a fucking like, mess. I can't believe we can go from talking about a diva, diva cup, cup to a seal. quick seal aside, yeah. to a, a, a bit of a oh my god, that was anyway, beautiful. That was fucking beautiful. Thank okay, you. Keep telling me about the diva cup. We got to get Jesus back in the Christ. diva cup. I mean, um, I'm fine with all of the places we're going. Anyway, today. I never, I never had a problem with it. I literally put it in and it never leaked. And I've been I going strong so for six years, and I've never had to fucking buy another tampon. Like you said, you hate buying tampons. You don't have to buy any. 
You never am like, oh, do you have a tampon? Oh, shit, I need a tampon. Girl, you don't need one. I haven't had Monsanto chemicals in my pussy oh in my six god. years, okay? Oh my god. Everyone we know is dying of cancer. What's causing it? It could be a million things, but guess what? No Monsanto chemicals are going up my pussy anymore. I am, oh my god. That's all I know. The freedom in which you say pussy is. Pussy! laugh and laugh what does he do i mean does he, are you are you funnier than him i don't even oh, know this no guy. he's so much funnier than I, me no i mean oh my God. But, but do you guys just laugh yes i have tears streaming down my face all day are you guys just both like fraggle rock like no like, a I mean, like, it's like adam is okay so he's oh, on got serious he's okay. on no he's okay. on this improv team called bangerang they're one of like the flagship ucbla teams and they perform on friday nights and it, it, they're just so funny. He's so funny. Oh I mean, God. he's he's funnier than me times infinity. But how much do you guys laugh? Oh, I think all day. That's I think that's the point. Even of love. in like really dark, you know, like we were on our terrible <laughs> flight to our honeymoon, like shoved in the sardines of this <laughs> Norwegian air. D'Angelo was not on the. Flight. No, he was not. Got we it. we um, got married and nobody got us wedding gifts. What? So yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> etiquette Every, is dead. Everybody's so. <laughs> so well, we hired a bunch of. We've got a bunch of comedians to go to our wedding, and guess what? They don't know. Again, nobody got us a wedding gift. So um, we had a honey fund. Nobody fucking put money into it. So we had no money. So our whole honeymoon was scrimped. I was gonna do. I was gonna do a whole bit of like posting videos of like us, like one of me in front of like the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in in, in London. And I was like, here I am in front of Harry Potter. Guess what? We didn't have any money for tickets, so I'm just standing in front of it. Like I wanted to do yeah. a whole passive aggressive thing about how I didn't have any fucking money. You're just like busking and like exactly. asking for change. Well, because we were like sardined in Norwegian air and like the fucking worst smallest seat. But, like, we're so miserable, and we both took edibles to, like, help us sleep, but instead we were just, like, cracked out, and we were, like, shoved in the back. And I just look over at him, and I'm like, you know what? We're, like, together in this. Like, yeah. this is my boo. This is my partner. Like, this is amazing. No matter what situation we're in, we laugh, and we make jokes, and it's such funny memories, you know? Like, I'll never forget that memory. Yeah. So. How did he propose to you? Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Oh, tell me. Oh, my God. We're going so full emotions. I love my it. Did your pussy cry too? No. Um, oh. I, I, in its way, I'm sure it did. But keep going. I was, we went to the Bahamas last year and one of my, okay, so a few years ago, I saw this video of the swimming pigs. Have you seen this? No. Aristotle has. No. So in the Bahamas, Back there is up. an island okay. inhabited only by wild pigs. They live on their own island in the Bahamas and they swim in the beautiful, like, clear water. And being a vegan, you know, I just, I love pigs so much. They're, they're dogs. I'm a huge dog lover. Pigs are dogs. Just remember that next time you eat bacon, you're like eating your dog. Just that's all I'm going to say. Okay. So they're fucking, they're dogs. So there's this island in the Bahamas where the pigs live freely and have a beautiful life. And I started sobbing seeing the video. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Their little hooves are flipping through the water. They're swimming. It's gorgeous. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And I was like sobbing. And Adam was like, what are you doing? I'm like... Oh my God, there's an island where pigs live. We have to go. And I'd like wanted to go and he he filed that away. So for my 30th birthday, um, we're at dinner and he I get a text and and I look down and it's from like a weird number and it's a gif and it says, Jackie, come you're coming to see us. And it was like the pigs had spelled it all wrong. <laughs> and so Adam took me to the Bahamas. So we're in the Bahamas and we're on this it's a, such a long story. We rented a scooter. We're staying on Exuma. It's like this island with like four people on it. And we're on a scooter and we wrecked the scooter. <laughs> Two car cars full of Bahamian women get out and they're like, Are you all right? 
And we're like, yeah, we're trying to find this beach, whatever. We get to this beach. It's so gorgeous. And no one's there because the people that live on the island are over it. Like, they don't they don't care about the ocean, you know? So, like, no one's there for miles. And we're, like, on this beach. And it's beautiful. And then it starts raining. And I'm like, all right, well, we better go. So we get on this little, like, it's a kiosk for, like, kayak rentals. But it was closed because it's Sunday. I put my helmet on. We're about to get back on. And he starts, like, his little eyes start watering up. And he, like, gets down on his knee. And I'm like, you're proposing to me while I'm wearing a fucking helmet? <laughs> I look like, a, I look like a, special, a special child. Like, no. And he was, like, you know, proposed or whatever. <gasps> and then I was like, he didn't have the ring with them because he was like, I was scared I would lose it. Or, like, it, or, you know, and I was like, all right, well, you have to propose to me again. Oh, you know? man. So I said yes. We go back to the hotel. And I, like, get cuter. And then we walk down to the beach again, completely alone. And he gets down on one knee and proposes again. And, like, there's this steel drum band in the background playing Is This Love? Like, it was, like, the most beautiful moment of my life. Oh, <laughs> my God. And the reason it was so wonderful is because I wanted to marry him so bad. You did? So the moment that a person tells you that they want you too and you want them is so special. It's like the most special. All the humans in the world, you find that one person and the likelihood that they want you too is the odds are crazy. It's like winning the lottery and getting struck by lightning at the same time. It's like the odds are insane. So I was so happy that happened. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, I'm crying. it was the best. This is crazy. <laughs> oh my God. You guys can't see her eyes are welling up. Yeah, listen. Pussy! Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to live in this realness for a moment. Literally, like, I tell that story. And I didn't even, like, tell it fully. It's it's such, like, us getting the scooter. Like, we got, with this random man picked us up in his car and took us to his house to get <sighs> these scooters. Adam wrecked the scooter making a turn. Oh, my God. We fucked up the scooter. And then he, he like, gave it back to him really quickly so he didn't notice. And we thought the guy was going to come kill us because we ruined his scooter. Like, it was just such a crazy adventure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, God. You got to travel. You if you can f- find your bud to, like, travel with you it's just like the there's no other it's the best like ex- new experiences with yeah. bay is like the best thing in the world yeah oh my god that's why you shouldn't have kids oh i'm just god. kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm don't just try kidding. to deflect with a joke I'm just kidding. oh come on i'm a I damn know. comedian that's what we do you're reminding me of laura keitlinger a little bit too who's that laura keitlinger why she don't is i know who that is one of my favorite comedians and She's so beautiful, and she's a redhead. Is and that why I remind you? Are? Yeah, because you're beautiful so and a redhead and hilarious. So, so you got so Sans- you're like a Sandra Bernhard, uh, Laura Keitlinger. It's just a little bit of a touch of those two women. You're, you're you're definitely your your own woman. Oh my god! And you, I'm so happy that you found this love. Yeah, girl, because that's so inspiring. I mean, not to make it about me, but I mean, right. I'm so inspiring to look because he's it's healthy. Yeah, he loves you. Yeah, does he treat you well? The best part of Adam is how safe I am with him. You are. And the word safe can mean lots of things. I think it means I can be myself. I'm not afraid. I'm not, you know, there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I'm funny and kooky. And if I act crazy, a guy won't think I'm, he won't like me or whatever. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's like, it's hard when you're a tall, funny, outgoing woman. Like, you know, a lot of guys kind of, like I said, go for the low hanging fruit kind of thing. And so I can be myself. I don't have to censor my jokes or who I am or me acting crazy or like my funny weird dancing or anything like that. I also just, he can, he, it's, we both take care of each other, but I'm just safe. Like I can go to Disneyland high out of my mind and like be walking around with him and like know that nothing's going to happen because he'll take care of me. Or if there's some, you know, that's a sense of peace that I've never had with another man, like another boyfriend. Um, and he'll never try to hurt me. He'll never scare me. That's another thing. Like, if your boyfriend or your partner scares you on purpose, 
that's not okay. Like you, you should be with someone who's the opposite. They don't want you to be scared. They want to make you safe, keep you safe. And, and that's like my favorite thing about him. All the other things, the laughter, you know, it's the, it's really the safety. It's just beautiful. Yeah. And I, I said that in our vows because we're both like big Disney people. And if you've ever been to Disney World, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, these they have giraffes there. And we were on a tour there right before we got engaged. We went to Orlando. Oh, my God. I love this. You and, um, yeah, go on. and my friend was with us who was a Disney Imagineer at the time. And she was like, these giraffes here sleep laying down. And they're some of the only giraffes in the whole world that sleep laying down. And it's because they aren't in fear. They don't have no immediate danger. So they they can be peaceful. And like I said that in my wedding vows, I was like, I'll always be kept safe like the giraffes at Disney. Yeah. And because I started crying when she said that, I think that's beautiful. It's beautiful that those sweet little animals aren't scared. Yeah. You know, because in the they imagine having to sleep standing up because somebody could get you. Yeah. That's terrible. And we're both really tall, so we can relate to that. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we're like you giraffes. Could be, you could be easily knocked over. Our we, center of gravity is so off. We just want to be giraffes who feel safe yes. enough to sleep laying down. Yes, exactly. And I do. And you found that. I sleep every night and like now, a damn baby. And now I have hope that I can find that too, maybe. Because you know what's interesting? I actually think about that and I have to like really get over that fear where I go, oh, if I have a crush on somebody or if I'm if I'm thinking maybe somebody might like me, do I have to not post that thing on Instagram, right. Snapchat, Facebook, right. or that video or me saying something or I hope he doesn't listen to my podcast because he might just – and then I have to go – no, be your complete self. Right. Send the text you want to send to him. Exactly. Post the video on a post. And you, you know, want to be again, I feel like that's just us being told how to behave and how to act and, fit and in what's a box. ladylike yeah. and whatever. And and I mean, I do do that to an extent, but Adam, you know, had seen me perform a million times before we even went out. And yeah. I and I remember like he was like, I saw this one show you did. And I was like, Oh my god. Oh, I no. did like a sketch where I was like a crazy like lady walking in, like spouting all the you know, just like he saw me do all these crazy characters, and I was like, Oh God, you don't want to fuck me now. You've seen me act like a damn idiot. But he did. He did yeah, I'm married. I can yeah. be straight. I'm married, okay? But, Go ahead and come at me. But you know what's so interesting? I, I'll i meet male, like guys who I think are very kooky and interesting who I feel like, oh, I they get me. And right. they, they completely get me. And I get them. But I could never date them because they're they're too weird on their own. So my right. goal is to, I, I, to find like a, a rock who loves my sense of humor, loves all the stuff that I do, completely fully accepts me. But also isn't like some scary. No, not that your guy. Your guy is not this. I don't know anything about your guy. But but I, I always meet uh, freaky, weird, kooky guys. I wouldn't want to date, but I definitely feel uh, uh, accepted by. Yeah. But that's just for friendship, I guess. That's, I mean, uh, that's a guy. So but I, that's I'm, the thing. Everybody's weird. Everybody's and weird. And I think when you first date somebody, it's perfectly normal to hide weird things about yourself for a while. I call it slowly seep out the crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, you project your best self. And that's like kind of what dating is. You're projecting yeah. your, you put on your best outfit and you wash out your pussy really well. Like all these things. I always do that. Yeah. Okay. Me too. But okay. you know what I mean? Because yeah. we feel more confident like that. Yeah. You know, we look our best. We feel our best. That's true. And I have like, um, I have an addiction to the game The Sims. I've been playing The Sims for 15 years. You're perfect to be on a Nerdist podcast. This exactly. Uh, RPGs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I kept it from Adam for a long time. Um, like, you know, I'll be right outside while I'm, like, finishing up building my house or whatever. And then the day he found out. He's like, I love you more. He accepted it. You know, well, he plays video games, too. So, like, sometimes at night, like, we're both high and he's playing Final Fantasy and I'm playing Sims, like, next to him on my iPad. And I'm like, this is this is home. Yeah. You know? Home Whenever I'm with you, oh, yeah. oh, oh, let me come home. Stop, stop. I love it. Oh my god, 
come to my show. I, I need would, some laughs. I completely no, but even the thing I posted on my Instagram when I met you, I stole it from uh, Mall oh, sent yeah. me the video she did of us from on her Snapchat. Yeah. I said, please send that to me so I can post it on Instagram. To cap that, and this video just captured the pure joy of my experience with you. Yeah. Where you're just being you, and I could not stop laughing. And I just, even with friendships, like I, I wish just, you were a casting director. Oh God, me too. I'd cast both of us immediately. Alabama, Arkansas, I should love my mom and pa. I love everywhere with you. I don't know the words. What now. is that? Home, let me come home. Home is whenever I'm with you. I Remember? Even, I don't even. Know you that. know that fucking song. I don't. Wait, I gotta land this plane. I gotta. It's, what's it called? Magnetic Zero. Edward Ed Sharp and the Magnetic oh, Zero. You know? That's yeah. That? Honey. Oh my god. Oh. Get woke. Oh god. Wait. I mean, we touched on so many I'm beautiful, so amazing things. I know. No. We. Pa- I feel like we didn't even cover everything. I've. Co- we, we, We're gonna we, have to have a spinoff. Will you come back? Oh. Please, will you look up? Well, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to move into that office across the way with that guy you have a crush on. I'm going to just sit in his damn office and play solitaire on his computer. I love it. At least we have a plan. Yeah. We have a future plan. I can play solitaire all day. Wait, I did want to tell you something, though. Oh, God. You were going to land the plane. I will land land the plane plane momentarily in two seconds. Oh, the being accepted by some. Oh, but the thing is, though, it's like uh, when you talk about gradually letting somebody know about yourself. Seep out the crazy. Seep out the crazy. But at the same time seep it out i mean i put out a podcast every right. week if anybody or, or and i post all the time on my instagram and my facebook and whatever so i just i guess i mean well people are gonna find out well that's the thing there are certain people but what who, find out what what's wrong with me well, Why am I, there what's, are certain guys who would and they're be, not right for me they're not right for you yeah you know it's gonna Us. have to be somebody very secure and proud like that's my day like, look at how and, funny and cute and cool yeah. my girlfriend is like she co- tells it how like it is and yeah. she has a fan base and she's sexy and puts it out there like you know there, what i don't you, like? there's a guy out there that is like that here's what i don't like i don't like when i go in, and you're married you got i don't know if you how whatever i'm sure you can relate to this from previous dating experiences uh but i can't stand when people tell me who i am because i'll go on dates and a guy will be like trying to figure me out and then like label me or tell me what those damn boxes again yeah where he's like boxes out he's he's like you're like that blah blah you're like this and i'm like don't tell me i don't like sarcasm that's one thing i really don't like in men because i feel like it's a it's unresolved i I mean again insecurity these are insecure comedians no i love writers yeah well they're dark too man yeah but i mean i always (laughs) i feel like i attract really kind i feel like i'm in a place in my life i maybe i'm wrong my mom told me this too and i agree with her that i always attract great people into my life like i met you yeah and there's this openness to you, and like we're laughing. Right. I feel I mean, like but everybody I've, in my life is very. Kind. I've been in the same room with you a hundred times. Why? Oh no, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. We just never. We really never. We've never had like an we've... op to like chat. You know Why what I didn't mean? Why didn't we? I mean, I've Did seen you, you at parties. To... I've Re- seen you. I've seen you, like I said, at auditions. I've seen you. Have we had? Were we already friends? And I'm just no. Proposing? We've never. No, no, no. <laughs> I just have known it. who you are. I've just known who you are. Well, I don't even know who I am. But uh, it, but this yeah. is the thing. I manifest people into my life too. Yeah, like hardcore. Well, thank God you talked to me because I'm usually just sometimes I'm more shy than people think. Because the other day well, you spoke to me and I was like, yay! Because also well, Diablo, Diablo Cody was at the party. I was yeah, so terrified. She's so awesome. I, I love her. her. I was just she's too so scared awesome. to talk to no, her. No, she's the coolest. I tried to talk to her, but it was like you I'm should nice. get her on here. She's so dope. Okay, I have her email. I'm shy. Oh, thank you. Okay, you and Malls will do it. Yeah, I'm kind of um connected oh, so God. I, hey, I don't think you aren't i hang out with a lot of cool people oh, so, um, but so you we've no, been at parties yes you do. yes i've seen you and i've never i've been too scared to talk to you before are you serious yeah for sure. and me i was just you know like we walked out to the we like snuck well, out you're the party intimidating together. girl i am yes because you're so like out like i said i used to read your tumblr and you were like 
talking about fucking and like hooking up and i was like damn this girl's so like confident and like out there and like i'm this dorkal schmorgle that plays the sims at night by herself and you know i was just like she's cool and she's like on a billboard in front of lax have you talked shit about me before never are you kidding i've never met you it's fine but no most people have never met me talk so much shit behind my back i'm only finding out now lately and it breaks my heart yeah but i feel like again i give people the benefit of the doubt i think people are insecure and and you might you might kind of people project their shit on you because you are confident and tall and hot and like book stuff i told you aristotle aristotle tells me no you're not and i go yes i am aristotle just kidding he's so sweet to me he's the greatest um well that make okay because the other day yes i i was shy at that party and you coming up to talk to me and just opening up and just i was just like oh yay and then i just immediately fell in love with you and i'm laughing you just made me laugh so hard you're hilarious and i just felt so and, I feel like and, a lot of most of my inner circle is like sick of me. So the fact that you were laughing at me, I was like, she just hasn't gotten enough yet. No, I know? followed you immediately. I post the thing about you. You know, we're like, uh, you know, we walk, we both snuck out because, uh, yeah, we went, it, it, the party was winding down yeah. and, we, and we weren't sure if we should say, I'm telling the audience, whoever is out there listening, uh, Jackie and I were deciding whether or not we should say uh, goodbye to Molly yeah. at her party. And we decided to Irish goodbye. Irish goodbye. Just I sneak usually out. do that. And me I actually too. find it nice. It's better. I don't want, I wouldn't want to have to say at goodbye. At my wedding, I wish everyone would have just left. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're taking up my valuable time by yeah. saying bye to me. Just fucking go. Yeah, I'll see you later. Out. So you and I, we ran out. It was so cute. It's so cozy. It's so cold outside. And, and I used like, my selfie ring light to walk us down I the driveway because it was so dark. You guys got to see the selfie ring light. I know. I don't think I. I feel like yeah, we it's don't not need it now. Here. We look yeah. great. We I look used great. it last We're not night. Taking, yeah. I have an audition after this. I wouldn't you have like, normally done. Oh my god, I do too. Where's yours? Don't tell me. But it's not. What street is it? Is it on? Ten twenty North Sycamore. Seventy-four sixty-one Beverly. Man, spoken like true commercial actress. Yes, we know. I know exactly where that is. Well, I kind of am glad you're not going to mine because then I'm yeah, like, I mean, you book it. Yeah. Oh, you'd no, I would duck out. We both leave. On yeah. The kind of the, no, that's yeah. Oh, listen, I've, I, I've, I feel like I've gotten jobs that you were on. Really? And, I, and you've gotten jobs well, I was both out very for. very tall. I told you, I've seen you in, in audition rooms. Well, next time, say hello. And now. I was like. Now that we're best friends. I was like, I know her. I know her from my daughter. And I probably was thinking, oh, my God, why does that girl hate me? She's looking at me and then this and saying hi. No, what did I do? It's awkward. I'm telling you, everyone's awkward. We're all in L.A. because we're awkward, weird nerds, well, insecure now, nerds. Now we're best friends and there's no going back, okay? Best friends, pussy. Oh, wait, can you improvise the theme song for the Love Lexi thing oh right now? Oh, my God, I would love to. Do it right now. You like being, I said, impro- like hit on the spot. People don't like being put on the spot. I mean, that's the story of my life is pimp being pimped out. My mom would go, sing a song, Jackie. Sing that Reba song for my friends. You're right. You know, I'm used to it. Like, Wit. Wit has his accent, too. Like, I know two people with southern <laughs> accents, and now I'm comparing you. I'm like, oh, you're like Wit. Yeah, that's that racist. Was. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. It kind of is, though. But um, listen, maybe send me a voice note. I would love if to you record come, one. You if, have one already. I heard it. It's I like know, a but, little guitar. But your voice is, listen, this whole podcast is a love letter to you and our new friendship. Can I just tell you that my entire, like one of, I have several career goals. One is to be the only white person on an all black sitcom. Okay. Um, Doable. Number two is a, to be a jingle singer. Okay. Well then. And if I could sing the theme song to this podcast, it would pretty much be the best moment of my life. You send know, me like, a voice note. It. Send me a voice note if you come up with it in between now and next Wednesday when this podcast is going to come out. Yes. Okay. And if you yes. want to, we'll tack it on. If you don't, so be it. Um, no, I'm doing it. Challenge okay. accepted. Challenge accepted. Well, thank you for I being have, on the podcast. I have, um, I have GarageBand. No, not a can, fucking asshole. You can do it on GarageBand. You could also do an acapella thing on Voice Note because your voice is that good. I but know, but listen. I think it needs a little background. Surprise I'm going to use me. one of those free Apple loops. Do it and just make it real cute. We're going to have to have you back because there's more territory to cover. But until do you, do you regret doing this podcast? Why would I regret it? 
it. I know. It's a trick question. You need to just answer right, girl. I'm going to email you and go, cut it all out. No. Um, no, of course not. Who, said, zero fucks given. I don't have a manager. I said, Come girl. at me. Come said, at me. Oh, yeah. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want. I don't have a PR rep. Listen. I don't have an attorney. Sue me. Come at me. Okay. Send me a free diva cup. Whatever, okay? Oh, my God. Jackie Johnson, ladies afraid. and gentlemen. Um, let's land this motherfucking plane. Pilot the bombardier. Pilot the bombardier. As promised, Jackie Johnson totally came through. And a few days after we recorded this conversation, she sent me a theme song that she wrote specifically for the Love Alexi podcast. And I am honored. I am beyond thrilled. So we love you, Jackie Johnson. I love you so much. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hit it. Love Alexi. Love Alexi. Love Alexi. Love Alexi podcast. Now leaving Nerdist.com.